Welcome everybody to episode 127 of the China Show, and uh, we've got a very jam-packed one for you today. Mm. A lot of interesting developments as far as China is concerned. Some fun stuff, some crazy stuff, some pretty depressing stuff, all rolled into one. So, grab that popcorn. Yes. Right. So, shall we saunter right into it? Yes. Do it. Okay. We're going to saunter right into it with what's new. We tell you what's happening uh, with regards to China, mostly. So what is new in China right now? A lot of stuff, actually. I would like to um, start out with a little bit of a Chinese lesson here. Mm-hmm. What do you call a bus? Uh, it's a different kind of bus. Bus, gong-gong, chi-chi. Yeah. Uh, the one that I usually like, when you talk about a bus that you get on mm-hmm. with lots of passengers, um, it can be a number of names, but uh, the, the one I learned in Shenzhen is gong-gong, chi-chi. Gong-gong means public. Yes. So, um, you know, that's why they also, I guess you, could, you have a hua hua gongzi, you know that? Mm, yep. Like a flower public boy or whatever, it just means like a playboy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, so um, let's take a look at a little clip of a bus here. Maybe you can uh, tell people what's happening here for those who cannot see it. Um, you have a bus that's getting swabbed for COVID. Not just a bus, though. The bus's mirror. Just the yeah, bus's yeah, review mirror yeah. is being swapped. The dude in the in the clip saying, "Have you ever seen this? Anything like this before? A, a car, a, a vehicle getting swabbed? Yeah. Getting nucleic acid swabbed? I mean, isn't that just dumb? Uh yeah. I mean, that's that's up there with like the dumbest ones. I mean, yeah. the the animal ones like the fish swabs and stuff is dumb because they don't have lungs. Yeah. Um, these are dumb too because it's an innate, it's an inanimate object. I've, you know, like this swab rocks and stuff, but yeah. like a rear view mirror. A rear view mirror. That person needs to do some reflection of their own. Yeah. You when know what I mean? Will my <laughs> reflection. Yeah. It's like swabbing the man in the mirror, asking yeah. him to change his ways. Yeah. Uh, but seriously, though, it's, it's dumb. It's like he's swabbing himself. Look. Yeah. The Dabai is swabbing himself because yeah. he's swabbing his own face in the mirror. Yeah. It's so dumb. I mean, if you were going to swap anything in a car, surely like the steering wheel or something where someone could spit on or touch. I'm going to say the driver, probably. Yes, but yeah. the mirror that's no. outside the vehicle that the driver, even if you try to spit it at high speed, it probably wouldn't reach. I mean, this shows you the incompetence of Chinese leadership that still hasn't really articulated why they're doing what they're doing to their populace other yeah. than COVID bad. Yeah, they just it. like test yeah. everything. Oh, it's dumb. Anyway, we wanted to bring you up on this... Um, very special kind of Chinese art. Yes. Um, so we have something in the background here. We thought this is. Uh... I want. Can I address something real quick? Sure. The r- rumor that Xi Jinping has been arrested. Um, huge breaking news right now, all over the place. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have to do way more verification before we cover that in depth. Um, just keep your eyes out, though. I mean, I'm not banning you guys from no, looking no, no, it no. up, but <clears throat> keep your eyes out. We we just heard about it a few hours ago. Um, and it's... we can't find any verified evidence yet. Mm-hmm. But I just want you guys to know that they're here live that want us to talk about it. Let us know if you see anything pop up. Maybe something that happened during yeah. the show. Who knows? Uh, but anyway, continue. Yeah, just honestly, we, the, a lot of people will jump the gun with this kind of thing. Yeah. And uh, it's... not saying it's wrong. It's sketchy at best right now. Yeah, at best. Yeah, so we'll rather wait until we can verify something before we go start, you know, talking about it. Don't worry, there are a lot of other very important breaking things that we have to talk about in this show that are verified. I said rumor, guys. Why are you all freaking out? I said it's a rumor. Mm. We don't know if it's happened. I have absolutely no idea. We haven't been able to verify it. Yes, don't be a rumor monger. Don't, I, don't I, fall for it. I would like to bring it up, though, because it's going to be asked about 7,000 times during yeah. this show. Can we get on to the more important stuff mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. art? 
Okay. This is what's important. Yes, seriously. Okay, I'd like everybody to take a look at what's going on here. Um, maybe you can explain to the viewers at home, I mean, that are listening, mm -hmm. what's going on. Uh, we have an artist here. I hope I hope there's audio because I can't hear it coming through. No, I don't. Maybe there is. No, I need. There needs to be audio for all of this stuff. Oh, yeah, there's audio. Okay, good. I don't need to hear it. I just want to make sure. Okay, yeah, we're good. We're good. Yeah. Just making sure they can hear it. Um, and he is dipping, I believe, what looks to be his ponytail into his hand and then making handprints while, by the way. Hold on. <laughs> Go back to the beginning of this clip. Yeah, okay. It's, be, it's important that you see this the separation of church and state. Okay, here. sure. The first is the state. You got him, like, just putting his handprints down making crap art. You know, yeah, there he is, yeah. And he's screaming each time. This is the anger is going at each handprint, right? Right. Dipping both hands in there, dipping the ponytail in there, drip, get the drips all over the place. Boom, boom. Nice. Boom. Puts it down. And then he goes, boom, 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 boom. My favorite part is when the religious aspect comes oh, yes. in here. This man is like blessing the table. Woman's following, uh, or that guy's following his hands with his phone as he films it, but he's blessing the shit artwork. Yes, I see that. Um, absolutely fantastic art. Love it. Uh, but I feel like his energy was too high. Yes. It's a little, he's a little bit too, like, uh, I gotta say, aggressive. like, as far as, you know, art is one of those things that can just be interpreted, sure. right? And that's one thing that I hate about art, to right. be honest, is the fact that you can call anything yeah. art. Yeah. And you just, you basically have to convince other people that it's art. Yes. So you'll get someone take a dump and they'll be like, look, that's, that's art. art. And, like, and yeah. it'll be like, nah, but then if some famous dude comes along, I don't know, Andy Warhol or something, and then like sprinkles, sprinkles a bit of, paint on it he'll say yeah. like that is art. art and then everyone's ah, like oh, i'll a pay a million dollars yeah. for that you know what i mean Just please put it in a case because it smells horrible yeah right? exactly whatever but the fact of the matter is that this what he's doing here is still okay there's a handprint there i can discern a couple there's of some, there's something going something on. and you know he's doing something but i do feel like he's a bit aggressive and he's got like weird eye makeup on he's got the whole vibe he's trying to be like look at me i'm artistic and edgy yeah the next guy tones it down quite a bit now, this next guy that we're going to show you is actually very famous and i remember yes. articles about this guy yeah. and he's very well known as an artist and this is something you got to see for yourself because if you haven't seen it you wouldn't believe it all right here he is look at the most amazing art that's upcoming not this guy no this guy's just finishing off his work <laughs> yeah i love that all the art guys in there that are like oh it's amazing wow, check this out Oh, give it that. Oh, it's not complete without that. You got it for sure. Come on, it one more. Worthless unless he did that. Okay, this guy. <laughs> I love this. Now this guy. this guy, <laughs> he's basically puts in the least amount of effort. He doesn't even look at what he's doing. That's the point of him. Yeah, yeah. he's he's one of those guys that thinks like everything he touches turns to gold. That's it's, the impression I get is that I'm so good I don't even need to look. Yeah, you know? he's like everything I touch is just like yeah. immediately worth it. That's the impression I get. Let's take a look at what he has to do. <laughs> it's just nonsense okay but i mean you could probably go and somebody will be like that's cool but wait this one though okay i'm sorry if i keep stopping it but this okay. you've got a, a foreign lady there okay as part yeah. of this massive art exhibition okay and this now, goes international it's not just in his yeah, like office th with this, his secretary this is this is his art let's take a look yeah. this is what he does <laughs> i feel like my my like three-year-old kid can draw better than that okay what's gonna happen now he's getting a stamp ready oh yes look at this beautiful artwork of mine oh hold yes on, hold on. go back go back i'll go back i'll go back i was back. gonna say i was gonna say mm -hmm. we might be the dicks here like why? you know the hashtag am i the dick sure why 
because I was thinking, oh, this guy, what if he's what if he's blind or something? Then I realized, why is he wearing glasses? Yeah, no, no. He's not blind, but he no. may as well be. Look at what he does here. Yeah. He's literally just making scribble circles with a paintbrush. Yeah. He even goes off the canvas multiple times. Yeah. He's not doing a good job. That is not art. No. But it did remind me. Yeah, of it reminded us of um, we the should CCP rap. we should all remember the CCP rap where mm. well we'll just play it out. Take a look. Living in a single world. Yeah, so his painting that's developing in the background is very reminiscent of that other guy. He's just <laughs> random crap. Turned into. Yeah. Whoa. It just turns into absolute blackness. Yeah, it just turns into absolute nonsense. So yeah, I guess that this whole like move a paintbrush around until you destroy the paper underneath mm. is kind of an art style. It's like a theme. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this hat, by the way, we aren't singling China out for this. This is... No, of course, it's everywhere. everywhere. The, the one thing that I, I need to single out, though, is that when you get like... In China, you get like proper legitimate calligraphy artists. Yeah, like okay? beautiful. I bought a lot of stuff, good stuff from and there. And what they'll do is they'll study their whole lives and yeah. they'll like develop their own special yeah. brush strokes and all that. And they do beautiful calligraphy. What this is trying to do is play off of that. So, you know, that's why you got foreigners and stuff. Oh, look at this calligraphy master coming. He's doing nothing but going blah. Yeah, meanwhile, there's the actual amazing calligraphists in China. It's like, that bought yeah. their works and yeah. they're amazing. It's an insult to the ink. Yes. You know? Yeah. Anyway. Um, Let's uh, let's move on. We'll play that one rap one more time, though. Just to, just keep your just, eye on the painting. Yeah, look at the painting in the background. Living in a single world, I don't need to fear. Make some foreign friends, fight them Chinese souvenirs. Don't be still ten stop by the shame. Can you hear it? That's Sina, by the way. By the way, um, he's not going to be making foreign friends because it's against the CDC's guidelines in China right yes, now, which yes. we'll cover later. Yeah, don't worry. We're going to get into this whole you're not allowed to touch foreigners thing. That's in the main segment. But remember the this cre creepy dude that we introduced you to last weekend? Famous actor. Someone on our subreddit made a fantastic little... Um, skit using yeah. him so that's a remind if you guys didn't see last week's episode lu chao famous actor very mm -hmm. creepy on chinese tiktok his famous catchphrase is jen hao which means very good yeah um and he is he looks into your soul and he looks like like he's clowned on in china and chinese like weibo and stuff because people think he looks like he like consumes children yeah he's terrifying sure. he's a terrifying guy so anyway let's uh show Refresh. you a little bit more of him I hope you have a good way. Good. Jenhao. Yeah, hold on. This so, is a new one. Oh, we got a new I one for you. That was what is that even from, by the way? It looks like it's from one of those Soul movies. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah, it's cut. really good. I that was a great cut. Yeah. Uh, just to find, I found another Liu Chao clip. This yeah. one, he actually teaches you Chinese. He teaches you Chinese? While using English, yeah. Oh, let's take a yeah. look then. This should be fascinating. Liu Chao. Good. Good. Very good. Very <laughs> okay, good. He teaches you how it's good. Yeah. Right? And then what do we got here? We got, we got a uh, little uh, meme um, of you. 
I told everyone not to make fan art. There's actually one that was even more disturbing. Right. Uh, this one's not disturbing. It's just funny. But um, apparently, I'm more into geography than my wife. You are, though, into geography big time. Yeah. Geography's your thing. It's like... It is. one of my things, for sure. Everyone's got a passion. Yours is like the shape of continents, I guess. Uh, not so much the shape. What position? I do like, like, a good Benin... I catch I like you. A good, I like a good Chad. <laughs> I catch you I, on those websites where they like show a screenshot and you have to guess where it's from or whatever. Oh yeah, GeoGuessr. Yeah, I love it. It's like my favorite thing. Yeah, it's it's interesting. Um, that yeah. between that and aquariums. Also, I but I'm more interested in uh, not really the shape of country. Actually, okay. I do like a good shape. I yeah. do Wordle every day. Wordle is like Wordle. We have to guess the word, but it's you guess the country's shape. It's so you great. caught me. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Not as much. Yeah. All right. Anyway, let's move on, shall we? From the little memes. Um, uh, sure. What do we have next? Oh, yes. This is a fascinating um, development that we have here. I don't in China, even know if this, is this in China? I don't even know. It was posted by Chinese people, so I was like, yeah. It could, it could be China. It could be, it could be Hong Kong. It could be Singapore. It could yeah. be anywhere, really. Yeah. But this, this, I'd like to say China has invented a, a cut, cutting-edge mask that allows yeah. you to play a flute by cutting yeah, a hole good. in the middle. It's kind of funny. To be fair, I've been seeing this all over the world. Like that... Guys, you know, it's dumb. There's certain circumstances where I think you should, um, you know, be able to not wear a mask. Yeah, I didn't even think this needed commentary. It's one of those things you can look at that and you can say, yep, that's right. Mm -hmm. My Instagram uh, yep. post on that was right. Yes. That's all you need. All right. So what's been going on over here? China lodges complaint after Biden says U.S. would defend Taiwan in a Chinese so invasion. Fourth time President Biden has said that they, uh, the U.S. would defend Taiwan. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. Love it. Love to hear it. One thing I do love even more is China's response in that they lodged a complaint. Yes. Which, what does that even mean? Who do you lodge a complaint to? Yeah, who, it's an to enemy themselves. nation. They're lodging a complaint to <laughs> yeah, themselves. Who are you whining to? Yeah, exactly. That's what I want to know. Um, I just thought this was kind of funny. No, yeah. you can't say you'll defend Chinese Taipei because I can't say Taiwan. Yeah. Uh, that would cause a direct war with the U.S. And Biden says, listen, West Taiwan, I'm going to be real with you. I don't care. And he's eating yeah. ice cream. Yeah. Um, it's anyway. an interesting development, though, yeah. which we'll get into a little later. Um, yeah. It kind of ties into everything. This yeah, we almost thing. actually almost made that our main topic. But honestly, mm. the whole monkeypox thing was too funny. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, we'll get big, into this it. big news. Um, yeah, explain. So banks, U.S. bank CEOs, you can imagine U.S. banks are quite important to China's economy. Yes. Why? China doesn't actually have a real currency, right? Mm -hmm. China's whole kind of economy has been based off of Western or I should just say foreign investors, yeah. right? Uh, for a long time now. Yeah. When China was completely closed off, you know, Deng Xiaoping and prior, um, its economy relied, it was very poor. Right, it's sure. a very poor country. And then when uh, the what's it called the economic experiment with capitalism happened, mm -hmm. a lot of companies came in. Um, Chinese people are very hardworking and skilled already, so yep. it was kind of a beautiful marriage of investment and money and a skilled populace. Right, right, <clears throat> really brought China to where it is today. Sure. Now, money needs to go somewhere and come from somewhere, though. Right. And unfortunately, that capital is not a reliable capital that is coming from China, right? Well, I mean, to break it down really simply, let's just say in China, there's a company and it wants to buy some some raw materials or yes. it wants to buy chips. Yes. 
if it goes and approaches another country and it wants to buy something, it doesn't use Chinese yuan as the currency. No. It uses U.S. dollars. That's correct. That's usually how it works. So if they want to buy a bunch of chips from Intel, they have to pay Intel with U.S. dollars. That's right. So they have to buy the U.S. dollars from America. Correct. Um, basically. So they use the American dollar as the main sort of reserve currency. There. Yes. Mm. So it was surprising to see bank CEOs say mm. this. We will follow the guidance of the government, which has been working with China for decades. If they change their position, we will change it immediately, just like we did in Russia. And then a, a quote from J.P. Morgan Chase. Right. We would absolutely salute and follow what the U.S. government said. That's all of you. What you want us to do, he told the committee. Okay. So they would basically cut China off from the U.S. banking system. At the drop of a hat, if that's the position that China was going to take in in the event that it would invade Taiwan. Yeah. Which is a, it's different than when a president says it or one party says it or, you know, yeah. the, the federal government or a state governor or something. Yeah. It's different when it's paired together with an economic response solidified by CEOs of banks. Right. And that's the only th that's the only kind of coercion that China will listen to, to yeah. be honest, is yeah. financial like that. So it's basically they're saying F around and find out. You know, it's funny. Was there was a semi-official response after that. I should say it's official. It was from the Chinese government that China is now willing to do a peaceful reunification, to, do, to go through peaceful. peaceful reunification with Taiwan. Yeah, I think they've realized, by the way, that they, you know, for those of you who have been keeping up with the whole Taiwan situation, if you've been watching the show. You know, Nancy Pelosi landed in Taiwan, made uh, China super angry. Mm. They started firing missiles into the sea. They started live fish. firing it. They basically went to war with the sea life. Yeah. Okay. They hated they, the sea they life. Say, they hated it. They were like bombing the fish and the octopuses yeah. and all that. Octopi. Coral, get out of there. Yeah, get out of here, Coral. You don't yeah. even belong here. Yeah. Squids, you name it. Like yeah. they were going after them. So they fired like live missiles <laughs> all around Taiwan. Yeah. They sent their boats out there. They sent their planes out yeah. there all around the island doing these stupid live fire exercises, which is basically like throwing a tantrum, right? Yes. Now, the thing is that they thought that throwing, uh, showing this like strength would somehow make Taiwan back down yeah. or maybe show the rest of the world that, you know, we're serious about this. But it had the opposite effect. It proved that China is a belligerent bully and really just an, uh, a nuisance. Yeah. So now the rest of the world's like, well, you know, you kind of screwed up. Yeah. Okay. And you really did. And they kept doing it. Remember, they kept extending the deadlines. And in fact, they almost successfully had a blockade around Taiwan because those live fire zones that they're shooting missiles into and stuff, you can't like take a, a boat through there with cargo on it because it will get hit by missiles and stuff. So yet they had to make plans to go around. There's certain areas they couldn't fly their like commercial airliners through now because they're flying jets there shooting the sea. So it got to a point where Taiwan was like, look, this is actually ridiculous. And America's also like, this is kind of like a blockade. If you push it any further, mm. you know, this is going to be seen as an act of war. Yeah. And yeah. so China's like, eh, you know, hmm, mm. yeah, okay, maybe All we'll, right. yeah, we might just uh, <laughs> we'll try. We'll do, we'll peaceful, do peaceful means, means yeah. you know, just yeah. kind of forget about that little tantrum we threw. By the way, not in relation to any of the threats that were made. They didn't, yeah. made, they didn't link those up, obviously, but that's clearly what's yeah. happened. Absolutely. All right, so, hey, the banks in America are taking it seriously and hopefully, um, you know, something will be done about it. Oh, that's a massive incentive to, yeah, for China to not mess around. Yeah, yeah, let's, yeah. Hope, let's hope that it gets to that point where, you know, they, they find out. Yeah. Anyway, so, what's next? I think it's almost time for us to hit our, uh, our main topic, isn't it? 
Yep, we got a word from our sponsor first. Oh, we do? Yep. I don't see it. Well, you should I see a black screen. Eyes. I think let's do a super chat and then we'll do that. Okay. And we'll we'll start our next segment with the word from our sponsor. How about sure. that? Like uh, fresh. A lot of you guys well, David Pay says this is off topic. Mm-hmm. I am Masa Amini, so in support of the Iranian protest. Very interesting to see uh, China's response to that. So far. It's evolving into, how to say, it's evolving into a position of how can we make this about the U.S. and mm-hmm. a color revolution that America did and the CIA did yeah, instead of an actual protest. Yeah, yeah, you know what? How about the fact that Iranian uh, women are just tired of being treated like dirt? Yeah. And being beaten to death for not wearing a hijab. Think about it. Off your hijab. Off your hijab, number two. Yeah. In China, a protest like this could never happen. So it's, of course, foreign forces that are doing this. Iran's an authoritarian government just like us, says China. Yeah. This this could never happen. Yeah. Right. Good luck to the protesters anyway. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Roman Reyes says... The title, Don't Touch Foreigners, reminds me of elementary school bullies accusing someone that they're holding hands to be spreading cooties. <laughs> yes, <laughs> right. yes. Yeah, we'll get into that in a minute. Should we just hit our uh, our next segment? I can do the pre-show ones. Okay. Uh, v. Diddy, I'm, I'm still perplexed by four or die students. That's the rich yeah. second generation. Second generation rich, rich, yeah. Who leave China and enjoy freedoms abroad. They seem much more patriotic and defensive than middle class or working class Chinese. What type of mental gymnastics... Are they convinced of? It's very simple. The reason they have money is because of party connections. Yes. You do not... Almost always. Not almost always. Yeah. 99.99. Yeah. There's no way that you can um, afford a Ferrari at the age of 21 unless daddy owns a factory or has some kind of massive um, corrupt sort of relationship with the Chinese government. So, of course... All your wealth and all your power and all your reputation and everything comes from the Chinese Communist Party and taking advantage of that situation. The fact that you voted with your feet and left China Mm. to go somewhere else to buy Mm. Ferraris and screw around and throw money around kind of shows that you actually don't want to be in China. But you owe everything you have to the Communist Party of China. Of course, you're going to be nationalist because that's who your daddy is. Correct. Right? Whereas middle class people, they have to work. Right. And the ones that do make it overseas have worked really hard to get yeah. there, okay? So they're less inclined to be very patriotic because they didn't just get the money given to them through CCP corruption. That is correct. Anyway. Dylan Vienna says, I see the shills are trying to credit the Iran riots uh, as a so-called color revolution. Yeah. So I assume that's China's view. Color revolution equals dog whistle. Mm-hmm. Yes. If you see the word color revolution, that's such a dog whistle for yep. tankies. Yeah, they are all about color revolutions. That's what they call the Hong Kong protests. That's yep. what they've called everything that they just don't agree with is a cover, color color revolution. Yes. <laughs> uh, I'm about to have a color, color, color revolution right now, unless we move on to our next. Second. I just want to finish the nice people that sent chats before. Yeah, I mean, we're not going to skip them. The Kellen method comes from England. <laughs> yes, it does. Uh, just, uh, by the way, Koala <laughs> says, just to give you $5 donations from the money I stole from the Port of Dandong. Oh, That's nice. stretch, Koala. I'll throw that in there. Port of Dandong. Angry Dragon says, this, guys, it's been a while. It's also I've also been accused of being CIA law. The women are starting to get more subtle with the propaganda. Mm. Will Smith says, getting jiggy with the like button. Yeah, everyone like that video. Smash it, caress it, lick it. Now I'm really going to have it. a color revolution. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't, what do you mean? Give me color to CC? Yeah, yeah, that's that what means it means. Punch someone yeah. in Chinese. Anyway, yeah. yeah let's, okay, let's, let's it. hit it. We're going to hit soft power hour. This is where we talk about how China is using all sorts of funny ways to change your mind and hoodwink you and so on through media and through all that kind of stuff. But first, like you were saying earlier, a word from our sponsor, which, by the way, 
you know, it's really hard for us to get sponsors. But you know what? We've noticed that these days it's easing up a little bit. A little bit, yeah. Which is great. Yeah. That means that the, you know, the, the fear of retaliation from the Chinese Communist Party it's dying down. is dying down, which yeah. is a great sign. Fantastic. And this is a great sponsor, something we use. Yeah. Let's take a look. What do we a got? A lot of you guys ask what news sources are reliable and where we get some of our articles from. And the answer is it's really hard to trust news blindly these days. There's so much misinformation and political polarization and financial motivation behind media companies and coverage, not to mention manipulative algorithms that are feeding you a very non-diverse selection of news. That's why we like to use Ground News. Ground News is the world's first news comparison platform with over 50,000 sources and 60,000 news articles. And what it does is it allows you to compare them in real time. It gets rid of echo chambers and lets you be an informed, critical thinker when consuming your news. You can see who owns the news company that published the article, what percentage of sources have high factuality, and what percentage have low factuality. And very importantly, you can check the bias distribution. It'll show you if it's mostly right-wing covered or left-wing covered, or if it was covered by both sides in the center equally. From there, you can also see what your news bias is by what you consume. Another thing that we like is the blind spot function. It shows you what side of the political spectrum avoided what topic. For example, mostly only the left side of the spectrum covered Biden's remarks on protecting Taiwan, but the right primarily covered China's state media suggestion of shooting down Nancy Pelosi's plane. A center-focused article that was covered by both sides was this article about Russia and China agreeing to expand security ties. You can use ground news to balance your perspective and be more aware of what side is choosing to cover or ignore what topic. So go to ground.news slash China show to try ground news for free or subscribe to get access to all the features you see here and support a small team of independent media outsiders that are working to make the news more transparent. Again, that's ground.news slash China show, or click the link in the description below. Well, there we go. Thank you very much to Ground News for sponsoring uh, the episode. But who's this guy? He's certainly not grounded and he's not news. <laughs> Dude, we're, we're going to have to say World Economic Forum. Oh, yes. Oh, oh no. WEF, Great Reset. Better Here watch out. Let's do it. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, actually, this dude is... Just kind of the comedian of the episode. Okay. Um, now, this is, we're going to do multiple parts of uh, Soft Power Hour, by the way. Yeah. And I wanted to throw this in here because this is, this is something you got to be sitting for. You okay. Gotta, you got to just imagine what might now You know come what you got to do? Schedule. You got to understand, China. Yes. Okay. You have to just kind of like prep yourself for mental gymnastics and get ready to laugh. You okay. Ready for this? Sure. This is uh, China's stance. This is Xia Zhenhua. Okay. okay, so this guy over here is called Xie Zhenghua, right? Yes. His stance on uh, what's happening in the world via climate change mm. and carbon output. Right? Okay. This is what he said. Europe, so the U European Union, and other developed countries must take positive action to implement climate change goals as geopolitical uncertainties threaten to undermine their efforts, China's top climate envoy told his German counterpart. Xie Jianhua, who leads China's climate negotiation. He told Germany's special climate envoy, Jennifer Morgan, via video link late uh, Wednesday that global climate governance was currently facing multiple challenges and uncertainties. 
And this is what he says again. The climate policies of some European countries have shown a backswing, and it's hoped that this is just a temporary stopgap, he said, according to the summary of a meeting released by China's Environment Ministry. As Western countries raise coal consumption in order to offset gas supply disruptions brought about by uh, conflict in Ukraine, China's foreign minister said in a statement that this month that its own green and low-carbon development path remained firm in contrast with the European Union. <laughs> wow, that's some... Uh... <laughs> I mean... Guys, what? Here's the, here's the thing. You've heard a lot about, and China keeps going on about, like, they've got all these green energy initiatives, mm. right? And they have thrown a lot of money at, like, solar farms and whatever else. But it doesn't matter because at the exact, si exact same time, they keep increasing their coal-fired power plants. They keep increasing their damage to the environment, their CO2 emissions. Uh, we'll show you some graphs here, okay? This, it's, it's just ridiculous, you know what I mean? It's like somebody who's throwing, like, all this trash in the river and then one day... Um, goes out and collects like five bottles out of the river and says, look at what I'm doing for the environment. And you're not doing anything, you know, but meanwhile, they're throwing all this junk in there. Okay, so again, this is per capita net greenhouse gas emissions. China overtook uh, pretty much the developed world in 2019. Yeah, the OECD members. So you got like uh, Mexico, Chile, Ireland, Luxembourg, Belgium, Iceland, Finland, Sweden, uh, sorry, Australia, France, mm -hmm. Japan. Big countries, right? Yeah. And this is when, in 2019, is when they overtook this huge conglomeration of countries. But in, I think it was 2020, mm -hmm. uh, is when they kind of overtook everyone combined. Yes. Like all of the, the main countries combined. If you threw them all in a, in a bag, China yeah. eclipsed that. I mean, I actually put something on my Twitter, which, uh, let me just find it here quickly. Um, uh, okay, here it is. There is this big argument, and I just wanted to nip this in the bud. Um, people say per capita, right? Mm -hmm. We all understand what per capita means, per person. Mm -hmm. So, um, yes, China pollutes more than all other countries combined, but because they've got such a large population, people like divide it up, and they say, well, per capita, it's less than the USA. Mm -hmm. In other words, okay, you've got, think about it this way. You got ten people that are polluting um, hundred tons into the, the atmosphere, and you got a hundred uh, people putting hundred tons into the atmosphere. Um, you would say that the hundred people are polluting less, even though it's the same amount of pollution. You, you get what I'm saying here? Yes. But it's actually a bunch of BS because um, let's see, the world's top five polluters were responsible for sixty percent of the global emissions in 2019. China alone generated about the same amount of CO2 as the next four countries combined, and its carbon output is still rising every year. China's emissions were so vast that its uh, biggest companies, few of which are household names, create more pollution than entire nations. China Baowu, the world's top steelmaker, put out more CO2 into, into the atmosphere last year than Pakistan. Okay, that's one. So you see... One company. It's not the people of China. You can't say per capita, no, because if you've, no. like us, traveled around China, you go to the rural areas where you've got a huge part, like 50% of the population are living very simple lives and cannot put any emissions out right. unless they're farting a lot. Right. Because they're literally living in like a mud house in the, right. or a very simple house. They're doing some farming. Not consuming much. They don't have cars. Yeah. You know, they're not creating pollution. All right, they're not this per capita thing is rubbish because a yes. huge percentage of the population just aren't emitting anything. Right. It's a very small percentage of China's population. It's actually these big 
companies, companies. these state-owned companies and these yeah. factories and this outsourced stuff, those are the ones. Yes. So when you actually see that China is creating more pollution than the entire world combined, it's not the whole of China. It's a very small part. It's these very bad state-run steel companies and yep. things like that. It's the factories that have been outsourced, you know, because mm -hmm. like in America, you're not making anything here anymore. So you, you outsource it to an irresponsible factory. Yeah. That's the problem is... You can blame America for outsourcing it to China, but it's actually the irresponsible companies that don't follow any kind of guidelines. No. So they won't have proper CO2 scrubbers or whatever. They'll just throw pollutants into the rivers and stuff. They do whatever they want. Just to, yeah, and they do this like shortcut shit just mm. so that they can get the job done Correct. quickly and cheaply. And it's yeah. at the detriment to the environment because they're irresponsible. If you were to outsource that factory to a responsible country... It would be way less. Not only that, they would uh, even if they didn't have the means to make it clean or to reduce the carbon. Yeah, they, those countries would most likely allow the foreign uh, countries to come in and audit and check yes. those things. Yes, right. Whereas China oftentimes doesn't allow that at all. There's no oversight. Yeah, here's another one. Take state-owned oil giant Sinopec Group. One of its one of its subsidiaries, China Petroleum and Chem and Chemical. So just one of its subsidiaries. Okay, China Petroleum and Chemical contributed more to global global warming last year than Canada. Yeah, just one subsidiary of um, Sinopec Group. Yes, more one than subsidiary Canada. of Sinopec. Yes, not Sinopec. More than Canada. So you know, like yeah. when China comes out and like, oh, Canada and all right. these developed countries. Are they sing the national anthem. Oh, Canada. Yeah. Oh, uh. Canada. <laughs> thank you for giving us all this real estate that we can like, you know, funnel <laughs> all our money, money laundering <laughs> through. We love you so much, and you know. Hope you guys That's suffer new, and can never afford new. a house. Anyway, yeah, the fact of the matter is, you know, other than the fact that, you know, Canada could set a swarm of auroras, you know, in there Ooh. to like take care of it. But anyway. They'll surveil everything. They will. Um, one subsidiary was more than Canada. All right. Um, and so this article goes on and on. If you want to read this article, it's on my Twitter. But the fact of the matter is that when people come in with their like, but my per capita, my per capita, you know, argument, it's bullshit. It's a few Chinese factories and Chinese state-owned yes. companies that are polluting more than like the entire world, entire nations. Yes. So, you know, the fact that you've got that one company, that one steel company is polluting more than Pakistan. Yeah. Okay. One company. One. It's not all those farmers in the no. countryside. So you can't say per capita. You should say per company or something. Yeah, I don't know. Company, yeah. But it's China's irresponsible management of these very bad polluters, these very bad actors mm. that causes this problem. And that's why China pollutes more than the rest of the world. So for them to combined. try, yeah, combined, it's for them to come and try and say to the EU, hey, you better watch out and better do something about that is bullshit. No, I mean, it's just obscene. It's, it's just, you know, it's bullshit. I just have to say it. Excuse my, my French, even though that's not French. What is French for cow? Oh, cow? Why would it be cow? Well, bull, you know? The... Oh, I thought you would want to say shit. No, that's merda or something like yeah, that. Yeah, no, so what? merda or some, some shit like <laughs> I'm that. I'm just like, if I'm going to say excuse my French, I want to say it properly. Excuse your French bullshit would be connerie. Okay, excuse my connerie. <laughs> I don't know how to say French. Excuse me. Connerie. Especially since there's tons of Canadians watching. I don't want to offend them. Let's move on. All Canadians can take it. Yeah, I know they can. The Aurora will come to save them. Um, okay, so let's move on to the actual main topic, which is don't touch foreigners. Yes, don't do it. Here's the thing, guys. Um, xenophobia in China is always, it's always been there. 
Okay, and it's been there, and it's a it's a tool that the government turns on and off. Correct. You know, ever since uh, what they call the century of humiliation, they've now sometimes call it the two hundred years of humiliation, whatever. Up in the up in the ante, eh? D- dates back to the opium wars and all that kind of stuff, right? They always use this whole idea that foreigners are the ones that came in and like bullied us and and caused us all the problems that we have, right? And they use that as a as a tool. So whenever the Chinese government fails, all they need to do is say, oh, it's foreigners' fault. And it's always been mm. foreigners' faults. Mm-hmm. You know? That's why they're always pointing the blame at, at the outside world for everything. So monkeypox, right? Yeah. Now, monkeypox, as we know, is a terrible um, disease that uh, spreads around specifically through um, unprotected sex. And it seems to be in the gay community. It's spreading a lot. But it's spreading everywhere, mm. you know, something to be watching out for. And of course, China, with its zero COVID policy, has been so paranoid about uh, any kind of disease that spreads these days. Mm. They've been uh, very happy to report that they don't have any monkeypox outbreaks. Mm. And so it's, it's very important that China has an official declaration that they avoid all these things that plague other countries, yes. basically. Now, here's the thing, though. It's not like monkeypox is actually rarely plaguing other countries. It's not the same as COVID-19. It's awful. It's terrible. But, you know, it's not as big as it's being made out in the news. All right? Yeah, it's kind of calmed down. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's not like it's affecting every person. No. But, you know, if you were to read the news, let's be fair, you would think that the whole of New York has monkeypox. Sure. You know? And I guess that's what they're projecting in China's wealth through the news is look at all the cases in New York. Look at America's fallen to monkeypox, yeah. right? I think that that media coverage has definitely slowed down is my point. That's yeah. like old. Like It's not like that anymore. You no, turn on the I, news, I you don't it. hear about monkeypox anymore. No you, no, you don't. But the thing is you do in China because mm. remember, mm-hmm. they like to build this fear of the outside world. They like to basically try and prevent anyone from having the idea that moving overseas is a good idea. Yeah. You know, and they also want to try and bring as many overseas Chinese people that might have naturalized overseas to come yep. back to China. That's a big push right now. Yeah, so they're saying things like, "Oh, don't go, don't stay in America. It's got monkeypox and other yep. weird things. Come back to our safe China where we've got zero COVID. There's nothing to worry about here. You know, it's, you're free from disease type thing. You know, mm. that's kind of the vibe that's going on. So anyway, um, it, it turns out." at least from the insiders that told me who were on the same plane, by the way, as the guy who came back, who got, who had monkeypox. Oh, is that the, the deal? Yeah. Oh. Somebody who was on the same plane reached out to me. doesn't want to be identified. Oh, interesting. Um, it was a Chinese national that brought it back in. I knew that. I knew that part. Yeah, but right in the beginning, they didn't sure. They didn't want anyone to know that. Oh, okay. So, like, right in the beginning, he reached out to me and said, yeah, it was a Chinese national that came okay. back. He was on the same plane. So, a Chinese national who was overseas doing some stuff... Playing around a little bit, you know, who knows, right. picked up monkeypox. Ended back up in China as the first, you know, example of monkeypox in the country. Okay. Okay. What happens? You got this guy. What's his name again? Uh, this guy. I have it written down. Wu, Wu Zunyo. Yeah. Wu Zunyo came out and basically told everyone that... Oh, it's it, his name's right Oh, there. I can see it. Look, we're, we're, we're in front oh, of we're it. We're in front of it. Yeah. So anyway, um, he came out and his solution was, yes, if you you know, in order to avoid getting monkeypoxes, don't touch foreigners. Okay. Yeah. It was a Chinese national that brought it in. Yeah. 
It shows you how the xenophobia works, right? Also, that's not how you get it. You don't just yeah. You don't go like this and you get monkeypox. I, I don't know. I still wouldn't want to touch someone with monkeypox. It looks kind of gross. Obviously, someone looks like with you know, looks like he's got smallpox or something. Sure, looks you know? it's related, isn't it? You're not it like, oh, could I touch that? Yeah, well, <laughs> wait. You, uh, oh, well, because the other day when I saw a case, I said, do you mind if I squeeze that a little bit? Yeah, can I, I just can see I, what it feels I like? What does it taste like? Mm. You know? Can you open the sore? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're not going to want to... I'm just saying, right? Yes. <laughs> enough, enough. Yes. Anyway. Yeah, hopeful disease. Anyone who's suffering from it, I hope you recover Horrible, very quickly. Yeah. It's disgusting. Um, Thankfully, it doesn't have the same, you know, like mortality rate that COVID did initially. Yeah. Uh, anyway, can we get into the meat of this? Sure. <laughs> so monkeypox mm. is obviously the scourge of the, the immoral West, according to the Chinese government, right? Yes. And we, you know, as good Chinese pe upstanding people that have great disease prevention, the CD head of the CDC epidemiologist dude is obviously going to say that we know how to take care of it. And the problem is from the outside. That's the state narrative. So don't touch anyone from the outside. Let's look at this statement. Okay. <clears throat> By the way. Don't ever like touch someone and, and lick your finger because it might just be how sure how how sure. That's actually what the state doesn't want you to know is it could be how sure how how sure. What is this? Uh, what is this statement exactly that he put out? Uh, scroll no. past this out of order. I'm sorry. Okay, um, we'll come back to that. It's very important. Okay. Okay. okay there it is. There it is. Yeah. Okay. We'll All get right, us out so of that. Uh, this is uh, so. Just in case anyone thinks we're twisting the words of the. Yes. This is, by the way, the official CDC. What is it? What is his um uh, title? He's the He's chief the head, chief epidemiologist. epidemiologist. So it's a chief epidemiologist or epidemiologist of the Chinese Center for Disease Control. So you can imagine he had some. It's like Fauci or something. Yes, right? exactly. You can imagine he has quite the role to fill when it came to COVID. So we'll come back. To yeah, that. we'll come back to that. Uh, on how to prevent monkeypox infection, September 16th, Chongqing City confirmed a case of imported monkeypox cases. Man, yeah. Chongqing just, yeah, not, not a great place. No, Chongqing, no, let's see, what's going That's on? That's a bit of a dog whistle when you hear that city. Wu <laughs> Zunyo, yeah. uh, the chief expert of Chinese epidemic disease control and prevention, explained monkeypox on Weibo on Wednesday. Now, Weibo is Twitter of China. He suggested, one, do not have direct skin contact with foreigners. Now, before anyone says anything weird here, okay, mm -hmm. the first thing that he said, his first point, okay, mm -hmm. his number one, so this is the most important one. Why would you make this first, right? The first it's one the means narrative. it's the most, no, I'm just saying, the first point, yeah. if you're going to give layout suggestions, because that's the only thing is they the care most about. important they one. They don't care about monkeypox. No, they no. care about ostracizing the Yeah, but what world. I'm saying is like, if you're going to make a yes. list of things to do, yes. The, the first one on the list is the most important. And he said, do not touch foreigners, okay? Do not have direct skin contact with foreigners. In other words, touch them. Right. For those of you who might think, oh, he just meant people that are, you know, coming from outside of China. No, it says Wai Guo Rin, yes. okay? And if you know Chinese, Wai Guo Rin means somebody who's not Chinese. Yes. In fact, they still call us Wai Guo Rin here, Okay, and it pisses me off to no end because if you go to a supermarket in, uh, like an Asian supermarket in the USA, and you overhear people talking about the locals, they will say "why Guarin." Yeah. So some of them. Yeah. yeah. I've heard it a lot. Yes. So I don't like being called a foreigner. I mean, I I technically am a foreigner. I'm not. Yeah, I am a foreigner in America, so yeah. I guess it's okay. But for you, it's, <laughs> yeah, for they're me, calling it's like, us foreigners. Yeah, it's like get yeah, out of here, no. man! Come on, who's you know? Don't do I that. I don't call them a foreigner. No. You know. Anyway, the, I, the fact of the matter is, Wai Guo Rin means not Chinese. So they have other words for Chinese people that are overseas, like Hua Ren, Hua Chiao, yeah. okay? 
They've got other words for that. So even if it's a, um, a Chinese person who has immigrated and actually naturalized and become American, they will not be called a Waigwaran. They will still be called a Huachiao or a, a Huaren or something yeah. along those lines. So Waigwaran means somebody who is of a different race, someone who looks different to a Chinese person. Okay, so it's not just don't get it confused. It's not like they're saying, oh, anyone from the outside of the country. Mm. Right? They yeah. mean not Chinese. That's correct. So that's number one. Do not make skin contact. And I got to say that this is one of the most xenophobic, racist-ass things to say. You know, I'm from South Africa, and during the apartheid years, there was no one saying that you cannot shake hands with someone from another race. Right. All right? That's right. It's, it's worse than the apartheid government here when it comes to, like, this is an official statement. Do not touch foreigners. Right. Do not touch people of another race is what's being said here. Right. It's disgusting. Yeah. You know, CDC, head of the CDC. It's like if Fauci came out and said, don't touch Mexicans or something. Right. You know? Yeah. It's awful. It's racist. It's xenophobic. It's garbage. Yeah. You know? It says, do not have skin contact with people who have recently returned from abroad within three weeks. Mm -hmm. Do not have skin-to-skin -skin contact with strangers. Pay attention to hand hygiene. I got a question for you. Yes. I mean, everyone starts out as a stranger, right? <laughs> yeah. So that just means you can't ever have a relationship. You can't Here's shake someone's hand. You know what you can do? What? You can have full contact with someone with monkeypox, as long as they're not a stranger. Yeah, yeah. there we go. <laughs> as long yeah. as you know them. Yeah, yeah, you know fine. them. I mean, uh, like you're striking out a business deal, right? And there's a guy, and you're not allowed to shake his hand. Oh, no. you know... My CDC said I can't... Buy me a drink first. Yeah, yeah, let's... Have a drink and yeah, tell like, me, what are your hobbies? And then the yeah. tongues, tongues come out. <laughs> but I mean, seriously. Yeah, <laughs> let's get to know each other a little. Sit down, have a drink. I, you mind if I like those sores? <laughs> and you're like, okay, cool. Like, now I know what you enjoy. No, we're not strangers anymore. Right, I'll shake yeah, your hand. All right, all right. Yeah, that's Good how it works. Since, yeah. anyway. uh, it says, uh, pay attention to hand hygiene. Use, mm -hmm. use of public toilets, including toilets and hotels for business travel. If a toilet is used... Use uh, disposable toilet paper as much as possible. Now, before you laugh at disposable toilet paper, <laughs> it just means toilet paper. It's just the direct translation. It would be funny, though, if you didn't speak Chinese and you read mm -hmm. that it's disposable toilet paper because you'd think, well, what's the non-disposable <laughs> toilet paper kind? Do I carry yeah. a freaking cloth around? I think he's... Is he not talking about those um, toilet yes. seats? No, no. Okay. No. It was a show, uh, if conditions yeah, do not show. permit... Mm -hmm. You can use alcohol wet paper towels or paper towels dipped in hot water. Gotta bring the hot water. Yep. To wipe before using. Hot water is the cure-all yes. in China. So that's a direct translation. Yes. All right. Um, as to what he said. That's even from the Global Times, which is the Chinese state, mm. um, you know, official media. So it's not something we made up. Okay. That's right. how, what it is. So remember, number one, no skin-to-skin -skin contact with foreigners. Yes. All right. That's China's advice to avoid monkeypox. Correct. You know, it's actually horrible because this whole blaming foreigners for everything and foreigners are like a virus and a disease has led to some of my friends in China being called a virus. Okay. Seriously, people avoiding them. Oh, yep. it's a foreigner. They must have COVID. Yep. You are a virus. Get out of China. That kind of yep. thing. I've had that, like some friends of mine have had that shouted at them in China on the yes. streets. Okay. It's led, if your government is force feeding you this crap all the time, you're going to internalize it, right? Of course. And you're going to think it's okay to behave that way because that's what CDC man said, right? CDC man. CDC. Like the worst you know, I actually ever. have a little excerpt from the end of his speech, by the way, that I wanted to share with everyone here. Sure. Okay. 
So right at the end of the speech, he said this. You got the touch! Yeah! Wow. Yeah. That's what he said. That's incredible. He, so he has the touch, or who has the touch? Foreigners have the touch. Oh, foreigners have the touch. You got the touch. You ever see a Diary of a Wimpy Kid? Um, yeah, I did. You know, you know about what it is, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, they do that thing where the, that gross piece of cheese is on the floor of the playground. <laughs> oh, right, and right, You get yeah. the cheese touch, and right. then you have to pass it on to someone else. It's kind of like that. It's that, yeah. yeah. It's basically just stupid schoolyard crap. Anyway. He does have a beautiful voice, though. It's almost like... Uh, he was in a band like a like a glam rock band from the eighties or something. Yeah, you know, like a hair metal type band. Yeah, definitely was epic voice. <laughs> yeah, it certainly does. Um, by the way, before we even continue with this, guys, we've got some some new little sound bites that we just had to show you. So um, I just wanted to just do it. Do it right. Yes. We have a fantastic clip. Now we've shown it before, long, long, long time ago, but we have a fantastic clip that we're going to show you in Yamcha today okay yeah. which is just absolutely well, most of you have probably seen it but in case fair, you but have it's, it's a great refresher yeah exactly oh and no we've never shown the whole version no we this haven't is this is version. yeah we've got an uncut version see are you convinced yeah are you convinced i am i can't That's wait good. all right but you know what you got the touch oh, yeah! <laughs> sorry i don't want to show that again i'll figure it out by the end sorry he's got yeah. the touch we're still Mm -hmm. We're still talking about this. So. Yes, we are. Anyway, um, we have to go back, don't we? We have to go back to back yes. to the beginning. Back to the beginning. So, okay. if you guys remember, uh, do you remember when uh, the yeah. coronavirus started in Wuhan, right? Mm -hmm. and near the Huanan Seafood Market? Yes. Um, I found an old interview. And this with, is kind of important, actually. Yeah, I found an old interview um, with Wu Zunyo and also wait wait don't just okay. it's a surprise it's a sure. it's a surprise so he's gonna show up first so okay then we'll know but let's go back, back and let's take a look yes a World Health Organization team is in Wuhan to explore the origin of the virus there's been a lot of blame being put around uh, about this um, pandemic um, it originated somewhere oh who's, who's that, that? <laughs> No, it's our good old oh, friend Peter. Need to find him again. Yeah, good old Balsack is back. Well, well back from old. the past. <laughs> He's come back to the future. Anyway, this is in the same interview with yep. uh, Wu Zunyao, which is the epidemiologist. In the so CDC. this is the this is the same guy who said, "Don't the touch foreigners." The first cluster of yes. cases traced to a market. Why has the data not been shared? No, they didn't isolate the virus. That's the issue. What about live animal samples? It doesn't tell you anything if they only test positive. I do not suspect it's coming from what we originally thought. There he is. So, so he's been running defense since day one for yeah. the Chinese government. He's basically, imagine, an actual peon of state narrative for Xi Jinping. Mm -hmm. And they released him out in the wild to go do interviews with foreign journalists to say that uh, it didn't come from Wuhan, didn't come from China. And then he is running defense now by saying, don't get monkeypox by not touching foreigners. That's right. So I wanted to read you something real quick. Go ahead. So there's some Chinese netizens, right, that have been yeah. translated here. Um, a Chinese netizen posted a question that was upvoted quite a bit, right? Okay. And they said... Um, they basically said, what about foreigners that have been living in China for a long time? Yes. Right? Like, why, why would they have monkeypox? It doesn't make any sense. They've been sure. isolated in China, right? 
but he refused to answer that. And then when journalists picked up on that comment, uh, they reached out and he refused to re respond to that as well. You see, that's a problem. Um, the people I was telling you about earlier that have been called a virus and yeah. people have been like avoiding them. In other words, like walking to the other side of the road or, mm. you know, just treating them very badly and poorly yeah. and calling the security on them just because they're a foreigner sitting there. Yeah. Um, these are the people that never left China. Yeah. Okay. These are the people that sat through those lockdowns. Like one of them is a guy who sat for like, what, two months in his apartment in Shanghai during this stupid lockdown. He's still being called a virus. Yeah. You know, yeah. he did everything everyone else did. The daily nucleic yeah. acid tests, yeah. you know, the inside of his nose is raw from that crap. You know, he's been doing everything, but yet he's a virus because he's a foreigner. It's because this kind of crap. It's, you know? it's on purpose. It's not a mistake. It's not like, no. oh, we used kind of inflammatory language by accident. It's to ostracize the foreign, foreign countries that aren't China from China. The ultimate goal, no matter what you hear, and I say this over and over again, but I think it's really important. The ultimate goal of the Chinese government before they close off completely North Korea style is to make sure that the people hate the rest of the world. Yeah. Despite what gov the Chinese government says on a global stage, it well, says we, we want to be, be a part of the international community. Yeah. We want to be friends. We want to be partners. We want to participate in all of these global alliances and partnerships. What they actually mean is we want all the benefits from those things. Mm -hmm. We want to dictate what people can and can't do. And we want our own people to hate you. And we want to take advantage of every loophole and every little thing that yes. we can. And, yeah. But at the end of the day, we want our own people in China to hate you and, and distrust you. That's, that's right. That's actually what this means. Yeah. And that's what this is about. Yeah. Um, so just keep that in mind when you're trying to treat the Chinese government as an equal. You can't because mm. they think that you're subhuman. Yeah, exactly. So it's, it's state policy. This is connected as well. And this is kind of interesting. Something that's worth um, thinking about and talking about over here is this. This is interesting. This is from that Breaking Points show. Mm -hmm. um, with those two, uh, those is a, a woman and a man. They they do this like kind of cent center news. It's like non. What is it called? Non. Uh, not non. Nonpartisan. No 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 no. Non. Uh, non establishment. Okay. Anyway. So what I, does that mean? It's like alternative. Yeah, it's like it's on YouTube. Brain so. force. No 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 no. Okay. I looked him up. Actually, looks pretty decent. Okay. Yeah. I don't, anyway, yeah. it was very interesting because I felt I felt I chased this up too. Sure. After he he put this out on Instagram. Is it? Do you, so you did some fact checking. Yeah. Okay. And so you I might just about? read this. I honestly, yeah. I don't even want to explain it. I want you to read it, and I want people to think about it. Okay. Evergrande, we all know Evergrande, right? Yes. Evergrande's that massive real estate company which recently has just kind of fallen into a lot of problems. But anyway, Evergrande, a company with close ties to the Chinese Communist Party donated $115 million to Harvard Medical School. Days after the donation, Harvard-linked experts, some who had proposed a lab leak origin, suddenly changed their posi position, condemning the lab leak idea. That's interesting. You've been recently hearing that the lab leak theory is being not as, as favored by the scientific community right now, and it's based on one or two things. Yeah. You now know, based on this, uh, where that came from. Yeah. It's very, very, very interesting, and I'm glad some people are pointing it out that are not just us. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, as, as somebody who's not a scientist, but somebody who's interested in science myself, yeah. um, to me, the idea of a lab leak is a very credible one and one that needs to be thoroughly investigated. Yeah. In fact, it would be my first go-to. Mm. All right? Mm-hmm. The fact that there's been so much pushback against this lab leak theory 
which is a common sense theory that even someone who just doesn't know anything about science and just knows about like, hey, if you go to a, a nuclear waste dump site, you might get sick, you know, mm. something like that, would understand that the possibility of a lab leak is very high mm. and it must be exhaustively investigated first. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's the mm. first thing you should look at. Yeah. But the fact that there's been so much pushback against it, people have been called uh, conspiracy theorists. Yeah. People have been um, labeled as nutty if they try to even go down this path. Yes. Scientists who should have common sense and say, yeah, let's check it out, are turning their backs on this idea, shows you that there's a huge motivation for someone or some entity not to pursue yes. this theory. And this is, again, proof. Oh, by the way, I wanted to shout out Peter Santanello, my friend that actually sent me this, put me onto this. Uh, great YouTuber, great yeah, YouTube channel. It's excellent. So guys, you know, seriously though, what a lot of nonsense. Yeah. China is using money to just basically buy people's opinions, it's you know, new. change narratives. It's, it's still happening. Is the point. Yeah, I know. It's pretty awful. Yeah. Cool. By the way, look into that, guys. Mm. Go, go take a look for yourself. Verify it and make sure. But yeah. Yeah. Are we going to do a little Shaban Ho plug? Yeah. I think we're going to do a Shaban Ho plug. Everybody, if you okay. don't know. Yeah, we have a show on Monday. We have a show. It's a patron exclusive show. But we'll just show you. And you can decide whether or not you want to come and join. Let's take a look. It'll get there. Someday. Whenever like, this. Whoa, does. there's a church here in China. It's, it's called Chinese religion. Man, China throws the book at these people. Yeah, I have a spiritual snack. Thank you. <laughs> Little like pictures of Jesus and Mary and stuff. Wafer mm-hmm. and, and wine. I stopped drinking it and those things went away. Yeah, see, now you're going to hell. F that. Is the wine and snacks available 24 7. People will get murdered. I'm hankering for a bit of the body of I Christ. Mean, one of the worst Catholic churches I've seen. I'm going to a like flower grass. pot and like eat the dirt. Uh, that the CCP runs the church. F all of that. Of more chemicals than water. That thing's got more chemicals than the Rolling Stones. I mean, it's a know? CCP church. Basically, <laughs> you, you pray to the Communist yeah. Party of China. She ate pig intestines. Some people are judgmental, you know? So, I mean, if you're a religious person, China's not the place for you. Yeah, guys. So, um, for those of you who are unaware, that is our show. And uh, it's a lot of fun. It's kind of an off-the-books thing. We spoke about these uh, these churches uh, that we'd found in China, showed some footage, and the fact that they've all been knocked down and mm. basically how it all Abandoned works. Um, Talked about religion in general, how it's managed. Yeah, in China. How it's changed. Uh, John Blair says, Shabbat Ho is fun as hell. I'd recommend oh, it. thank you. Yeah, we we love it. We, it's a fantastic thing, and you guys definitely should join if you have the means. Go to. Oh, yeah. Did you pay him for that testimonial? No. You, I thought that not. wasn't. No. Of course not, yeah. Don't you just hate paid testimonials? Yeah. Yeah, don't no, worry. That was a free testimonial. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Your check's in the mail. Just kidding. No. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, go to patreon.com forward slash ADV podcasts. Um, if you want to join the Shaban Ho tier, you can watch us live every Monday for Shaban Ho. And of course, you'll have access to all the previous episodes. They're a lot of fun. It's a lot more off the cuff. Uh, we usually dig through some of our old photos and footage and show you something that you'll never see on any of our channels or, or here. It's kind of fun. So like a little yeah. VIP club. It's fantastic. It's like I can't um, I can't recommend it enough if you have the opportunity. Everyone that comes in there has such a good time, and we have a great time. And the, the more people we add to the show and the more kind of feedback and interaction we have, the more fun it is. Yeah. It's really fun. Should we uh, move into our next segment? Yeah. Okay. Wumao Corner. You know that's where we talk about the haters and what they're up to and all the nonsense. And this um, is kind of Wumao, is it? I mean, listen. Would you say it's Wumao? 
That's kind Moomo of corner. It, you ask me this every time, and it's almost like you don't listen to my response. Right. I I'm, told I'm you waiting this. for one that I like. <laughs> what is it? Moomo reading. I don't. Reading like bullshit comments about like oh you are you are bad because mm. CCP is good comments isn't actually interesting right no no of course it's not. morphed into something else and Wumao I like to explain is when the government tells the people to do something yes this is what's happening well that's right? that's the, outcomes. the whole point of this whole segment is that the way the Wumao react and the different narratives that they choose mm, yes. to take yes it shows you what the Chinese government is trying to do. Yes. It's the funnest thing to watch, actually. You see how it evolves. And, you know, recently they'll do things like, oh, I absolutely um, agree with everything yeah. you say in this video. However... It's like and an then, evolution. Right? Then they'll be like, however, the, um, this might not be yeah. correct. And yeah. then they try to, like, disassemble your argument to yeah. basically say you don't know anything and that you the, suck. The new thing, it's very clear, is not them even talking about China necessarily. Mm. It's them saying, oh, yeah, but Democrats are bad. Oh, yeah, but Republicans mm. are bad. And what they're doing is sowing uh, hatred. Division. Division. Um, and then after that, they'll insert some comments. Oh, yeah, at least China's not doing that. And they're like, oh, I never thought about it. Like yeah, that. yeah, I've, I've, I've got it's like a fake dialogue. Recently, I had a bit of a hinkling about that. Anyway, <laughs> um, let's, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> let's, uh, let's take me a look, too. guys. <laughs> Something about a light switch. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. what do we got going on here? Yeah. Um, this is a study, and you love studies, so maybe you can I'm tell us about this. I'm a Yeah, I know you are. I'm a, I'm a studious gentleman. Right. Well, uh, yeah, you like reading other people's studies. What yeah. is this? This is a, uh, a study that they did, and I thought it was absolutely fascinating how they did it. Okay. What they did was they would go to different countries, mm -hmm. and they'd leave wallets around, right? Yeah. They would be, there would be empty ones, control wallets, right? And then they'd have wallets with $13 in them. Now, this was adjusted based on the country they're in. So it was $13 in the U.S., right? Mm -hmm. But that would mean something else in a different country, right? Yeah. They would adjust it for the person's like a million, a million Zimbabwean pesos. Or yeah, but it's but not even that. That might only be a dollar, right. right? But it's whatever that equivalent would be. Your purchasing yeah. power in that country, yeah, yeah, PPP, that's what I mean, purchasing yeah. power parity. And um, I thought this is interesting because they wanted to find out what percentage of people would report the lost wallet, right? Okay. So on the left here with the uh, orange dot, this is if the wallet had no money in it. And the red dot is if, if it money. had the $13 equivalent in it, right? Yeah. So and you had high trust societies at the top. You had Switzerland where you had so 80, over 80% 80 80 of people in Switzerland. By the way, the way they this. did this, correct me if I'm wrong, but they only um, recorded the wallets that were actually, um, what, like returned? Yes. Okay. Yeah, so for example, if somebody looked at a wallet and walked by, that didn't count in the study. Right. It was the people that interacted with the so wallet. So if somebody picked up a wallet. And kept it. Yeah. yeah, so because they're watching these wallets and they put the same amount of wallets in every country. Yes. It's not like it was, you know, and so what they do is they'd watch. So if people walk past, it doesn't matter. But if someone picked up the wallet, then they'd see if it was returned or not later or reported later. Yes. Okay. So Switzerland, of course, 80, looks like 80% If of, it had money. And yeah. the, the curious thing about this was interesting. Mm -hmm. If the wallet had money on it, yeah, in every country, it was more likely to be reported. Yeah, which I, I thought mean, was interesting. That's that's crazy. I mean, it looks like Denmark did the best on this test. Uh, yeah, for the wallet with the money. Yeah, yeah. with the wallet without money, they're like sweet free wallet. 
I mean, to be fair, it's still overwhelmingly reported. Yeah. yeah <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, sure. Anyway, you get uh, lower. I, I thought the UK and the United States were interesting because it was vastly more reported if it had money in it. Yes, yeah. Which was crazy. I mean, it looks like in America, it's like 60% thereabouts, like 58%, yeah. 60%. And UK is actually 65%, it looks like. Were, if it had money. Yeah. yeah. Slightly lower without it. Anyway, mm-hmm. the that's I like to use those two countries as kind of the control, the average. Sure. Right? You go I liked, down the list. South Africa sucks, but I thought it would be like in the negative. I um, thought you'd get like negative 100% or something of reported. I guess fairly honest society. Well, yeah, um, no bullshit. I mean, people. just saying. Okay. But, well, this is not a flawed study. No, no, yeah, I'm just yeah. saying it like, sure. surprised me. Maybe right. everyone was in a good mood that day. Maybe, they, yeah, Maybe they just won the that's World Cup. That's how these Cup. studies work, is anecdotal yeah. days. Yeah, right? it is. Yeah. It's anecdotal, like, just won the World Cup. Let's... Yeah, exactly. They picked that day yeah. to no? make it look good. Anyway, I'm just saying, anyway, that's Mexico, it's a good surprise. It's a good surprise. South Africa, actually 40% of wallets that were found were reported. Yeah. They probably dropped them all on the waterfront in Cape Town. Here we go again. Anyway, I'm just, it. That's, so what you're saying is that the study is negated and we can't I'm just, pay attention I'm to just it. Playing, playing devil's advocate. Sure. Of course, it's a correct study. Right. I just doubt they dropped them in, I don't know, a township or something. Where people need money in the poor area. Yeah. It's yeah. like, yeah. I feel like in America, if they dropped, but they would have been controlled. They probably sure. dropped some in the poor area, some it in the rich areas. It was. Areas, it was right? very well yeah. controlled. Then, then, it's, then it's fair. Uh, anyway, Mexico was the only country where, or Mexico and Peru were the only countries where, if the mo- wallet had money, it was more likely to be kept right. than if it didn't have money. I thought that was weird. Mm. But the most interesting part of this is that China is dead last, <laughs> yeah. uh, with uh, less than ten percent of people reporting the wallet if it didn't. That have looks money. more like about six, six to seven percent. Yeah, seven percent, and then about twenty-one percent reporting if it did have money. Yeah, um, which was. Not shocking at all for someone that lived no. in China. No. Uh, I've had my wallet sold multiple times there. Um, and there's a uh, bystander syndrome in China where it, if you see something, it's not your problem. Mm-hmm. You ignore it. I imagine a lot of these wallets were completely ignored. Yeah, they normally are. Like, But again, these are only the ones that were interacted with, right? Yeah. So very, very low on this. And again, I have to attribute this to a government's problem because mm-hmm. you have China, which is the least charitable country in the world. That's the that's not likely. just you're not just saying that it's true. No, it's true. Like it's the least when it comes last. to donating, well, it's it out with Greece. <laughs> yeah, with, when it comes to donating <laughs> to Greece? charity, you know, yeah. um, it doesn't happen in China. Charities aren't really a thing. Yes. Yeah. So you have that paired to this, mm-hmm. paired to the whole good, lack of Good Samaritan mm-hmm. uh, situation in China. And the the issue is the government tells people that they're not. It's not their. It's not their problem. Yeah. And in fact, they incentivize people not to take matters into their own hands mm-hmm. because people will oftentimes. Uh, get the short end of the stick. They'll yeah. be blamed for whatever problem there. That's, you don't that's, help people. That's what I was going to say, is yeah. that in China, if you um, were to go and try to go to the police to yes. report it, it would probably cause you so much hassle. Yes. You'd Now, suddenly, you'd be held responsible. Maybe they'd try to blame you for stealing the wallet, you know? Sure. They'd want you to fill out paperwork. There'd be a whole thing. So a lot of people want to avoid that. Right. I mean, dude... I remember there was once I was um, riding my little e-bike around in, in near where I lived in Shenzhen, and there was a bridge, and there was a dude, like a homeless dude with no clothes on, yes, standing on the top of the bridge about to jump off of it, okay? It was a bridge going over the highway. So was I, it over troubled, troubled water? It was over a troubled highway. Oh, uh, troubled highway. Yeah. So I rushed to the nearest police station, Yeah. and I was like, ran up, yeah, I remember and I'm well. like... In my poor broken Chinese, I'm like, there's a man standing on the bridge there, Mayo Yifu, like yeah, no he's, clothes. Yeah. He's going to tiao, you know, he's <laughs> yeah, going to jump. Yeah, yeah, and they yeah. were like, 
that's not our jurisdiction. That's yeah, not, not our. our it was just down the road. I literally went. It was like a two minute. Guan wa sha sha. Yeah, exactly. They were like, meh, not my problem. I was like, what the? F-? I went back and the dude wasn't there anymore. I don't know what happened to him. But did the, you look down? Yeah, uh, yeah, I did. Did you look up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Looks up. Yeah. Okay. But I was, I was very disappointed that that was the attitude that uh, China yeah. had. Yeah, for sure. And the the issue is there's a lot of countries on here. And again, I would like to combat your whole, I, I know your your pre- preconceived notion is maybe if it was in a poor area, there'd be more people taking it. And I would probably, that's the natural instinct to think that, but a lot of these countries are poorer than China. Yeah. China ranked lower than that. And I think yeah. that's interesting to look at. Oh, no, I fully agree with that. And it's it's a combination of what we were talking about. It's the, um, uh, the fact that if you do anything in China that's out of the ordinary, mm. you can just ruin your life. Yes. That's why people don't step in to help when someone is in desperate need, like drowning yeah. or yeah. you know being run over by traffic. I did video about that recently. Um, my video is called like China is not safe. Yeah, definitely watch that if you want to know about this. It's a terrible situation that when people actually want to help, they get punished. So yes. people do not help. Yes. and it's led to one of the most awful societies to ever be in an emergency in. That's correct. If you are a woman by yourself and you're being beaten up by a gang of th- thugs or whatever no one's gonna step in as, as you see as what happened by the way update on the uh the beating yeah the uh, the main guy got some sentence of 24 years yeah. in jail but the most interesting thing is what people aren't talking about china's using it as a propaganda victory to say look at how harshly we sentence people yeah turns out there were eight local officials involved in trying to basically get them out of it and if this was if it didn't go viral on chinese media and then on western media nothing would have happened no nothing happens in these areas where you have local connections yeah so the the local police did not investigate the case at first they refused to investigate the case they weren't going to do anything because they're involved with criminals yeah and if the um you know like you said if it hadn't gone viral Yes. And there wasn't that much attention on it, it would have disappeared. That's the women would have been beaten to death and no one would have cared. That's what's so scary about outside of main Chinese cities. Mm. The local police that are in charge of everything, right? Yeah. Are oftentimes completely in bed with criminal gangs. Yeah, they are. They they are the same thing. So think about if something happened, if you're a victim of something, why do you think nothing happens? When I was in Shenzhen, I'd uh, you know, I was sitting in a place where you could get a foot massage yeah. downstairs. I used to go all the time. I was like 25 RMB or whenever I got there. It's really cheap. So me and my buddy, we used to go sit there. You even get like a Those free... outdoor ones? No, it's like indoors. Oh, okay. But like how it works is you get... You walk into the bottom and then they've got all those chairs where you yeah. sit down and, you know, you can look out onto the street. Right. Can, oh, the sit, window ones. Yeah, like, you know. Like where you get an IV. <laughs> like <in those laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it's super nice. You can yeah. sit there. They give you a free cup of like coffee but it's like instant coffee yeah i actually made a bunch of videos way back if you want to go look at my terrible editing and video skills yeah i filmed those those foot massage places i used to love it used to whenever friends would come over or visit me in china or whenever i met subscribers i'd take them to these places because it's cheap and you get like a 45 minute foot massage and you know all that kind of stuff but upstairs they had dodgy stuff going on obviously right so one day i'm sitting there having a foot massage and a huge like a swarm of police come in and they all like rush upstairs next minute i see a manager run out he goes and buys like a tower of wang laoji you know wang laoji jado bao we've spoken about that herbal tea um, yeah. yeah it's like a tea and he ran up the stairs to give them all their tea and they did their little chat up there and the cops then just kind of <laughs> yeah. sauntered out a little later all looking real yeah. happy and everything was taken care of they obviously paid their bribe or whatever yep. it was and nothing happened yep you know that's kind of how it works the cops are criminals yes um, yeah, absolutely. For the majority, and, and especially in the smaller towns, because 
the incentive for them to be good is very low. The yeah. paycheck is super low in China for a policeman. Like, it's really bad. Yeah. Like, your average cop gets paid nothing. No, you have to make money elsewhere. Also, yeah. once it, if you try to be the good cop, then you're you're the one that gets nailed to the cross. Yeah, all your other bad yeah. cop buddies are going to be done. like... Yeah, you're done. You're done. It's like uh, government officials. Even if you're a really good government official, you want to join the CCP, you want to be a, the good guy. Mm. If you don't get involved with the bad stuff, with I'm saying 100% of the time, by the yeah. way. Yeah. If you don't get involved in some degree with the bad stuff, then you're the outsider that's going to rat people out. That's And then people yeah, will nail you to the cross. Yeah, they'll get rid of you. Anyway. It's kind of like, you know, when you're in a bunch of people and everyone's drinking and then there's that one guy who's a teetotaler and everyone's just like, can this guy piss off? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yes. like he's ruining the mood. Get him out of he's here. He's ruining the mood. Yeah. Anyway, no, stop, stop, stop. <laughs> okay. I wanted to say one more thing. Oh, yeah, okay. I'm very curious about Peru because it's the only country where it was both were exactly the same. Someone's yeah. like, this wallet has money, this wallet doesn't have money. I want both. Yes. Give me that wallet. Yeah, I mean, it's 11%. It's I like mean, equal. Yeah. You know? You, you know, I remember there were um, a lot of money scams in China a while ago. Do, yeah. you, do you remember that scam that was going around where somebody would put money on the ground? Yeah. So yeah. they put they would put like, yes. like I don't know, 300 RMB, yeah. 500 RMB. And then if someone picked it up, yeah. and then they'd run up and say, oh, that's, that's mine. That's mine. I dropped it. And they're like, okay, here. And then they're like, no, there was 1,500 here. Yeah. You've taken the rest. No, they even get the police involved. Then they get the police yeah. involved. And so I think... The reason why the ones with money were returned more is they probably thought, oh, shit, this is probably a scam. i got to get rid of this right Could now. Be. You know, Could report be. it straight away. That was a common scam. That was yeah. a common scam. It was freaking annoying. It was it was more, less about you seeing it in real life, but people talked about it a lot. So it was obviously happening. Yeah, when I was working at this one ESL training center. Um, we we super glued a, uh, a one RMB coin mm -hmm. to the... The tiles outside yeah, the we building. We used to do that quarters in America. <laughs> okay, yeah. it was kind of funny to see the amount of people that try to pick oh, it up and throw. It's hilarious. We do it outside yeah. like a McDonald's or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh well, you know, funny, <laughs> good fun. Funny as hell. Good fun. Anyway, yeah, stupid little prankish nonsense. What's going on? Isn't this wonderful? What do we got here? I oh, love this. Some buildings in Chengdu. I thought this was mad dystopian. You know, there is one thing I've been going through a lot of my footage. I filmed yeah. a lot, and there's a very, very cool aesthetic that you can find in China. Um, and it's something that I like a lot is that kind of dystopian, um, you know, cyberpunk kind of feel mm. because you can film the most filthy, disgusting, dirty, rundown building. And then right next to it will be like a shiny skyscraper. Yeah. Yeah. And that, the uh, what are you, what do you even call that? That duality, that, um, you know, yeah. the contrast between the two. Yeah. The juxtaposition. That's the word I'm looking for between the two is really cool. And it's very dystopian. Mm. It's not something that's nice, you don't. I, I, but I don't like that. I, I like it <laughs> because in a bad mood. I, I'm a big fan of you know cyberpunk, cyberpunk oh, yeah. and, and dystopian future type stuff. So for me, I enjoy the aesthetic a lot. Right. It's not fantastic to live in that aesthetic, no, though. No, you just like to look at it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's nice to film. So yeah, this kind of almost ticks the boxes, but unfortunately, all the red and that gold stuff makes it look too tacky. So yes. it doesn't meet that cyberpunk look. You need more neon colors and you need like sure. a drizzle. I actually Maybe a hover car. Not for that reason at all. Okay, so <laughs> what is the reason you, you have <laughs> well, this in here? Just celebrating like 100 years of the party anyway. Yeah. The point I, I did was the comment attached to it someone right. sent me I thought was hilarious. Yeah. Because this is um, bragging. This is yeah. showing how, how advanced it is, uh, oh, China yeah. is and it's because of the party. Mm -hmm. And the comment attached to it said it was... Obviously, maybe some sort of redneck or something said, mm. um, I don't know about you, 
there mm-hmm. in Chengdu, but I'm in my little, you know, redneck town in Alabama, and I can go to my faucet and drink the water, and I know you can. No, so no. how developed are you? Yeah, not in that fancy building. And that's something yeah. people do overlook is that the sanitation systems in yep. China. Can't the, drink the water. I mean, and I'm talking about like toilet the, the, paper. You can't tri- flush toilet no. paper. In that building, you can't flush toilet paper. No, you can't flush toilet paper. It's kind of disgusting and something yes. a lot of people don't talk about. But in China, the majority of toilets, they have a little bin next yep. to it. With shit toilet paper. And you wipe your ass and yes. you throw the dirty shit. toilet paper in the bin. Yes. You don't flush Sometimes it down the open. toilet. Sometimes the bin's open. It's, but it smells bad either yeah, it way. It's like shit because there's shit toilet paper yeah. in there. So even in like... From lots of people mixed together. Yeah. Even in fancy hotels and stuff, you get that. So just so you know, um, the plumbing in China sucks. The drainage sucks too. Oh, everything flat. Like in the city, I I lived in a very developed city up north. Yeah. Yeah. And when it would rain, it was dry. Mm. Um, When it would rain, the entire city would flood. And it was almost just accepted. It wasn't like, wow. It was just accepted. Yeah, I mean, down in Guangdong, that no, no, that was common. But I'm saying in a place that doesn't even rain, it barely rained Mm. and it would flood. Barely. Well, look at that horrible situation where everyone drowned in that tunnel. Yeah. Thousands yeah. of people, and they said three. Yeah, it's just not good. Yeah. Drainage is bad. Sanitation's bad. Like, the plumbing's bad. You get it. It's bad. People are, are shocked by the shit bins, the communal shit bins. Oh, they are? That's it's gr- very look, common. It's actually super gross. It's wicked gross. when you go into a toilet, and it could be in a building in a city, and it could yep. be in a semi-rural place, it doesn't matter where, and you see that bin, and there's like oh, some, sorry, some, some br- yellowy brown shit paper like and it's facing you that's really gross you look at it you have to look at it smell yeah it. yeah it's disgusting and then you have to add to it yeah yeah anyway oh, let's yeah. move on i got a story about one of those bins i'll tell you what don't know if we I should... all have bins shit i, I don't know stories. if i should tell the story maybe i should tell the story i'll tell the story why don't so... you start, start telling yamcha okay remind yeah, me i'll I tell you the shit bin story in yamcha because sure. it's, it's quite a story i'll tell you my oh yeah oh man Brings back awful memories. Yeah, shipping stories for Yamcha. And that cool clip where all these like See? Are you convinced? gonna come from. Don't worry, we got more of those. What do you want? <laughs> Anyways, let's move on. Now, something that's actually an awful bit of news over here, but we have to talk about it. This happened last week. Um is that a bus crashed. Now think about this. One person was positive in a building, okay? So because that one person was positive, they rounded everybody up in the building, including 26 people that were not positive, yeah. okay? Mm-hmm. And they tested negative, but so yeah. what? Because one person was positive in that building, you're all going to quarantine camp. Get on this bus. They drive. Get on the bus. Get on the bus. Yeah, yeah. and they start beating them up. Yeah. Anyway, so they get on the bus. They drive. Bus crashes. 27 people killed, and another 20-something um, were... Uh, were injured because there was like 48 something people on that bus yeah how dumb is that what a waste of life people do not want to go to these quarantine camps they've no. tested negative they've been good they've been yeah. doing their tests they've yeah. been staying at home one person tested positive in the building they load everyone up on a bus bus crashes half the people in the bus die yes isn't that stupid yes doesn't it show you how dumb Unnecessary. it's so dumb because none of the, none of those people would have died from covid anyway you know what I mean? No, they would not have. Not. No. It's like a cold. It's like the flu these days. Yeah. What a load of crap. This is the absurdity of China's zero COVID policies. Unnecessary deaths that are yes, happening all over the place. Not only this, it's the people that haven't been able to get medical care, the people that have starved in their, you know, the old people who can't use apps and stuff, starved to death in their apartments, all this other nonsense, suicides, all that right. crap. It's really like a dumb thing. 
this should be a massive embarrassment for China and the Chinese Communist Party. Yeah, it should be their most embarrassing thing ever. Yeah, unfortunately, there's going to be no uh, no one to pay the piper. No, 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 not at all. Anyway, let's uh, move on from that rather depressing news. Stupid, stupid nonsense. Uh, oh yeah, I guess we're going to do a super chat before we do worldview. Sure. All right, let's do a super chat or two. Uh, a possible person says, I suffer from cooties and I've never been at high risk of anyone touching me. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mackenzie, uh, oh, I already read that. Tristan Michan says, uh, people should encourage state legislatures to ban Chinese companies from owning land in their states. Yes. Yeah, especially if, they, for sure. especially if they're connected to the government. Absolutely. Yeah. Ziggy well, all English. Chinese companies are connected to the government, yeah. actually. Yeah. Unless you can prove otherwise. Yeah. Uh, Vihal's spare bus driver says, I knew the imported Chinese uh, bus bodies weren't known for strength. However, none of our locally built buses ever fa- uh, ever managed to fall ill due to COVID. <laughs> yeah, it's so dumb. Like, seriously, a mirror? Like, yeah. what? Like, they did truck tires, remember? You know, those trucks hauling, like, construction material and stuff. We did that, and they were, like, testing the truck tires. Remember that yeah. for COVID? Yes, like, what do. nonsense is that? Jan Hall says What do they have against vehicles? I don't know. I love Chinese cinema of the late 80s and early 90s, like Raise the Red Lantern by Judo. Yeah, me too. That was my favorite time period, too. Yeah, especially Hong make, Kong stuff. Yeah. Does anything they make now rise to that level of sophistication? Absolutely not. It's no. Mostly xenophobic bullshit. Yep. Uh, I miss Tam from Ziggle. Okay. Hmm. Mackenzie Dravid says, in, in reference to the Xi Jinping under house arrest, says, I hope it turns out to be a so-called rumor. <laughs> yes, yes, in other words, true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Norman Ferris says, while I enjoy a pineapple cake, I wonder how long until the CCP betrays Russia to reclaim some of their territory, and unless she was arrested. <laughs> yeah, who knows? Catherine Gillen, uh, I'm in the UK and our banks have added new TCs and stated if economic markets... Uh, affect the banking system they will limit our accounts and charge us if there's too much in the account now london mm. finance runs libor that runs worldwide i don't know what I'll that is look into that. thank you for the info but yeah i'll tell you that in south africa there's all sorts of funny things with the government freezing accounts at the moment um if people cannot prove that they're permanent residents and stuff yeah they've been doing that to zimbabweans a lot it's really unfortunate wow i got a lot of zimbabwean friends and, yeah you know like I got a Zimbabwean um, friend. I'll have to ask him. Grew up with him. You know? Jerry, Jerry Huang says, mm. Reddit uh, once banned my account for three days after I exposed some hate messages I got for being anti-CCP, claiming it was harassment. So absurd. Mm. Yeah, they will go after you, Jerry. Yep. We all have to watch out for that. That's one of their major tools is they use... Major tool? They, yeah, exactly. They, they harass people and then yeah. they use the anti-harassment tools of all these websites to try and silence anyone. That's right. Anyway, let's move on. Worldview, where we talk about everything in the world, specifically with regards to China. And man, oh man, do we have some projection for you this time. What do we got going on here, Seamilk? What are we looking at? NSA, USA, CIA, MSNBC, FBI. What else can we say? Like, I don't know. And put out a... DOD. Yeah. What what do they call when someone... APB. ATF. Mm, Exactly. Whatever, right? Lots of, uh, yeah, lots so of acronyms going on here. There isn't, that was completely unnecessary. There's only one acronym, and it's NSA. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Whatever. USA, NSA. Okay. NSA of the USA. The NSA. Is MIA. Is MIA, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, National Security Agency, right? Right. They have been accused by China mm-hmm. of having hacked their uh, telecommunications network. 
And they did it. Wait, through. that that sounds like projection. <laughs> no shit. Of course it does. Yeah. Because that's what it is. Yeah. Uh, here's what happened. Mm-hmm. A hacking technique where a malicious link was included in an email. So just a phishing. Just link, a phishing link. Yeah. Was sent to a government-funded university, which is all universities in China, mm-hmm. Northwestern Polytechnical University in Xi'an. Mm-hmm. They exploited some vulnerabilities by sending a phishing link, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, considering they still run Windows XP, it's probably very easy. No problem. Yeah, no problem. There we go. So the NSA had the very grand idea of saying, you know what? There's this little university in Xi'an. This polytechnical university, by the way, is at the bottom in China. We're gonna go through there. We're gonna we're gonna get access to everything. <laughs> we're gonna is, hack the telecommunications well, through the is, university's Windows XP like desktop. Yes. Okay. The, like the the admissions board. Yeah. This is what China is claiming they got. Okay. American hackers through the NSA, by the way, not like anonymous. No. American hackers stole core technology data that included key network equipment configuration, network management data in core operational data. So just basic bullshit that would be in the university, right? This but, sounds like, you know, I used to set up networks sure. for corporations back in the day. And you've got your network operations, say your knock or whatever, and you you set out, okay, we're going to have like an SQL server, an exchange yeah. server, yeah. this or that or whatever, you know, like some network or something. And this is how, this sounds like, oh, they got our network configuration, correct. so they now know that we have three servers yes. and five workstations that and a correct. network printer. That's, that's what they're claiming. However, <laughs> okay. You want to see where this goes? Sure. I'll show you the lack of kind of uh, thought process, the lack of like planning in their their public statement here, because this is what they said. Right. After they stole that, right? Right. Well, the reason they stole that is part of the NSA's hack. The agency infiltrated Chinese telecommunications operators so that the U.S. can control China's infrastructure. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I mean, that's, that's the allegation. Maybe they can like remotely turn off that printer. <laughs> yeah, it's just, like, you've out, controlled like, our like pictures structure. of butts. Yeah, come yeah. on. <laughs> that's by the way. I guess China's entire economy and infrastructure runs off of like black and white photocopies of butts. Yeah, because seriously that's what though, control. If, he, that if there was happened. even a sliver of truth to this, this would mean that they are so dumb yes. that they would have their university. <laughs> Whatever computer that someone can click a link on is yes. now linked to their yes. in core infrastructure. <laughs> yes. What in the it's do like they have? NSA a, dot, NSA at USA.gov sends like cl- local singles in your area, Xi'an, yeah. 30 miles away, and it's got a picture of like a MILF. Yeah. And somebody clicked that, and now the Chinese infrastructure is done. Basically. Yeah, because it's over. The, the main nuclear power like yes. control board yes. is inside the university. Yes. But you know, I mean, it sucks that they had to hide hide all of this. Very all of China's infrastructure is in this in, in this university. university. Yeah, yeah. Why would they Such put it there? Crocus, crazy. Shit, you know, but remember, what was it? The the whole train system in which city was it? Like a big city died because uh, Adobe Flash stopped being supported or whatever. Yeah, remember that? Yes. Scott has a good point. <laughs> they can turn off all the printers and put them on eco mode. <laughs> And then they can make them use all their ink and toner faster. They better not update the firmware. Otherwise, HP will be like, you You may not use your printer unless you use only original stuff. Because it's all fake. It's all fake, it's yeah. All robust. Yeah. I mean, come on, uh, China. Man. They just need an excuse to vilify the USA. Yes. And there it is right there. Yeah. China, the, the number one, other than maybe Russia, like hacking yes. country that yes. dedicates so many resources to hacking. They've stolen, it's been proven like... DOD secrets yes. on the F-35 and all the military yeah. stuff. China has stolen and then 
built the stuff. So it's not like, oh, no, we didn't steal that. No, they stole it and then they built it. So you're yeah. like, oh, you did steal that, didn't you? Yeah. You know I what I mean? I just want everyone to know, be very careful. If you get any sort of, uh, you know, emails that say local MILFs in your area and it's from the NSA.gov, yes. don't click that because they'll change your printer settings. Yeah, I know. Better watch out for that. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so other than this hack the planet shit, you know, cookie virus nonsense that we've had to deal with over here, what have we got next? This is actually... You know, not related to hacking, but related to actually what happens when a, a country has nefarious goals. Yes. Okay. Now explain, explain what's going on here. So over the past twenty years. Yes. Right, Arshinian. Arshinian. Yeah. Right. So if we uh, if we talk about this program that the U.S. has, the, in general, what the U.S. does is attract talent because the U.S. is a more appealing country, right, to, than other countries. So you'll attract yeah country's best talent. You'll bring it over. Why do you think I'm here, you know? Exactly, right? You're talented. The best they didn't talent South you, Africa but... has to offer, you yeah, know? They, all right. Just You're showing your connection. <laughs> just <now>. kidding. <laughs> yeah. No, but seriously. Well, it's the CIA. It, no, you wouldn't be here if you were It's true. Like, yeah. the whole point of me wanting to move to America sure. is because it's better. Yeah. No joke. Like, it is. It's of course. better than South Africa. It's better than China. I mean, the, the lifestyle, the way yeah. of living, what's available. It's, it's just a better place to be. Better for me anyway. Sure. Now, yeah, I guess if you're a sadomasochist, you know, you'd love to stay in the developing world. That if you had, if you had that choice, but that's why you want shit bins. That's why you get people, and I'm gonna put myself and lump myself sure. into that, who work incredibly hard to make it to the developed world. Yeah, you're from a developing Whether, country. Yeah, I'm from like, you know, Africa. Okay, mm -hmm. all right. To get to places like the UK or America or Australia or Canada. You get people who work their asses off. You know, if you're yeah. born in these countries, you're just a privileged like person born with a silver spoon in your mouth. You really are. You yeah. just don't realize it. Sure. But people that work really hard. So next time you see like an immigrant family in your neighborhood, don't be like, ah, these damn immigrants. They've worked super hard to get yes, there. I agree. All right. So that and that's what makes America good, like you say, is that people want to move here. Yeah. So people who have the drive and the talent and the, the ability to work incredibly hard, mm. um, make it here. Yes. You know? Or people that are really good at jumping over walls anyway. Yeah. At least that's what you'd think if, if you listen to the news. Sliding but... down snakes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Anyway, the fact that's of the matter a is... Yeah, it is you'd a have to be there to know yeah. it. Uh, the fact of the matter is, you're right. So scientists and so on, they come to America because it's better than being in Soviet Russia, for instance. Correct. And then when what do they do? When that existed. Yeah, so what do they do here once they escape the communist from the Iron Curtain or whatever the case? In my... In my case, it'd be like the, the Burvos curtain or whatever. You get past there, the bamboo curtain. You get here. You're like, yeah, I'm in the land of the free. What do you do? Well, let me tell you what happens. But what do you do? You're here. You're like, what am I going to do? Like what? I'm going to eat a hamburger. No. What do you do? You work. Yes, you work. Yeah, and you I, I, work was, hard. I, was, I, I, I appreciate your aside, but I was literally in the middle of trying to say what happened. Yeah, but we have to set it up, right? Right, but now you're like understand. asking me weird questions. It's about not. It. What do you yes. do? You work hard, right? Right. And so you back can't, on track here. But before anyone continues, like if you, if you want to know how difficult it is to stay in America when it comes to immigration, it's tough. You need to prove that you're worthy of being here. So you have yes. to work hard. You, do. you have to make a name for yourself. You have to contribute. Yes. You know? And if you don't contribute, then you're out of here, yes. basically. So yes. that's... What you're saying is people come here, scientists and so Correct. on, and they contribute yeah. greatly. They bring Absolutely. talent. They bring For talent. Sure. They bring ideas. In fact, uh, one of the heads of the program said that Chinese talent was incredibly important um, to a lot of these programs. Yeah, very smart people. However, yeah. over the past 20 years, 
mm-hmm. uh, at least 154 Chinese scientists who worked on U.S. government projects, so federal projects, right? Mm-hmm. Um, in the uh, foremost national security office, right? Yeah. Uh, turned out to have been poached back into China by the Chinese government mm-hmm. uh, with grants up to a million dollars for some of these people. Yeah. And it was a system, his systematic effort of the Thousand Talents program going to find people that have already worked on these very sensitive projects and said, now it's time to come home and bring them back. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And that's a huge, huge issue because it flies in the face of, um, you know, well, it's good enough for them here, so they're going to stay here. Mm-hmm. That changed because now... The packages are so appealing to make them come back with that uh, that information that China is offering outlandish, lavish packages these people to come home, it's set not, them up, and it's not protect even, them, and everything. Yeah, it's not even coming home. They have a not a, home. I they, should they, say. They, no, I mean no. The, you can say that, but it's not even that. They have a saying in China that these these guys that are very like anti-America. They're yeah. like. Um, uh, make make a career hating America, mm. but live in America. But live in America because yeah. that they make their money by hating America, or they make their money by talking shit about America. But then they actually live there because they actually prefer yeah. living there. Yeah. So you'll get the most vocal critics of America, their families and their yes. houses, and their it's all in in America. Yep. You know, there's that kind of thing. So w- what happens is this Thousand Talents program doesn't only go after Chinese people by the way no it goes off no 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 there, they, there's they there use, are there are americans implicated in this, they use they use linkedin specifically yeah. and so let's say they're looking for i don't know some technology for a submarine they're developing and they're looking for a sonar system or something they will go onto people's linkedin and search for electrical engineers sonar engineers people that work on submarines because you know people normally list all that the, yep. the companies they work for and they're an engineer and this and that and then yep. they will actually start talking to them oh we've got a business opportunity for you yes. blah 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 oh you work for Raytheon great mm. how about we have a little meeting here it's like you know what we're going to give you a million dollars in your own research facility in China and we'll, protect you. and we'll protect all you need to do is um you know share some of the advancements that you've helped make anyway we know people that were approached actually yeah we do so uh, that's many how of the scientists that were lured Mm-hmm. Back into China, this is what they were actually uh, poached for. Deep Earth penetrating warheads, hypersonic mm-hmm. missiles, quiet submarines, and drones. There we go. Um, and All again, war stuff. There were non-Chinese Americans implicated in some of these, uh, the people that got caught. And it's just because China is offering, the sheer amount of money China yeah. is offering uh, to get this information. And why would China have such um, a different uh, trajectory in their ambitions well, it's not like 20 years ago when this started, right? There was a bit of partnership and China wasn't treated like a suspicious entity, right? Because sure. China was doing its own thing. It was kind of liberalizing in, in many ways. And now China's ambitions have been to close off like North Korea and use all the technology that's stolen Yeah, for military ambitions. Correct. So it's a very bad situation we're in. And there was a quote, I believe, I can't remember who it was, but said that we're utterly unprepared. Uh, it's for dealing with China in its current state, for, yeah. with their current ambitions, and we have to regroup. <clears throat> I do believe that the Western world, um, and America in particular, has been very unprepared and has yeah. basically just not seen what's been happening in its backyard for the longest time. And yeah. it's changing now. It is finally, but it's all this Confucius Institute yeah. shit. It's all these United Front shit. It's yeah. everything to do with the language barrier that Thousand prevents talents. people from seeing what's going on. But yeah, I mean, there's been a lot of crap going on, undermining um, American society and so on at the behest of the Chinese Communist Party. And it's about time people paid attention to it. Hopefully our show helps shine the light on some of this stuff so that people can see what's going on. Yeah. 
sure. know what I mean? The, the, the CCP is a nasty, nasty, crafty government, you know? Yeah. So um, now let's get into Yamcha. All right, we're going to get into Yamcha. So let's do it, guys. For those of you who don't know what Yamcha is, this is our Q&A section of the show. You can watch it now live. You can watch it over the weekend. On Monday, we cut it out of the show because, you know, the show would be too long for people to watch otherwise. And also, it gives you a little incentive to watch it now. Yeah. Uh, promised you some interesting stories and a little clip, which we will show you. But uh, before we do any of that, uh, I just have to tell you that if you are now um, watching it after Monday, adios, stay awesome. We'll see you next time. Right, time to loosen the tie and let's get on with it. So what are we going to start with here? Do you want to start with a story or a question? Well, one of the Super Jets elicits a story, so I'll wait for that. Okay. Uh, Foo Fighter says, hope you enjoy fall in the in PA. Don't miss the Ren Fair. Thank you very much. Yeah, I can't wait. Case, case Close 93, as a Florida resident, I like our Governor Ron DeSantis, but I'm worried if he becomes president, Big Burger will control him like Trump, Reagan, and <laughs> Ronald McDonald. Remember Big yeah, Burger? Yeah, Big Burger yeah, is yeah, a is real it, is it, His name is Ronald as well, isn't it? Oh, it's already done. Yeah, dude, Big it's Burger. Yeah, Ronald guy. Reagan. Don't, don't even... Don't even consider <laughs> yeah. it. Boycott China says Charles uh, Claus Schwab's son married a CCP princeling. Mm. Princessling. Okay. Is that a thing? And opened a the World Economic Fund office in Beijing just before all this started. Peace, y'all. Okay. Nice to hear. Power shift. Xi Jinping was arrested today for having inappropriate relations with a potato. Is now redefined the meaning of the word dictator. <laughs> oh, yeah i i would expect that more from uh don't, don't we have that like laugh track we do Does it, that, is that even playing i used to be in control of those and then he took it oh, away I from gotta, me I, I used to have a real good time with those sound effects and then he took it away from me yeah i think it was getting a bit much wasn't it no the people absolutely loved it they absolutely loved it oh that's good he did it's nice you're, to you're the dictator here yeah, i am yeah. screw those those laugh tracks I love those stuff. sounds. Those are fantastic. They add a lot to the show. Well, grow a longer arm and you can reach it. <laughs> yeah, I guess I could. Or I could just sit over there. Yeah, um, yeah. You want to swap sides? No, I'm good. More than happy to do that. You can swap sides. Let's do that next time. See what people think. Anthony, that's that was for, uh, what's it called? For uh, freaking April Fool's. I think we just lost connection. No, nah, we're fine. Sure? Yeah. No, we're totally fine. Mm, interesting. Mm. Are we now? Yeah, yeah, we are. Mm. We're totally fine. Okay. Let's get on with the next one. Anthony Saints. Hey, guys. Here's some cash for a couple of brews. Thank you. Appreciate it very much. Um, Boycott China says, China poured more cement from 2009 to 2013 than the U.S. did in its entire history. Yes. Yeah, we spoke about that at some point. Huge emission of greenhouse gases making cement. Sad. Yeah, true. you know, like there's some cement factories. Remember we rode past them in China? Yes. It's terrible. Oh, the it's whole horrifying. roads are just cement horrifying. dust. So, you know, you, you get covered in cement. Your bikes get covered in cement. It's just really not cool. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Andrew Gray, thank you very much. David Lopan says, monkey see, monkey do. Okay. I won't finish that. Takoyaki says, I don't want to touch you. That's what she said. Please make the Michael Scott sound bite. I don't know how much this touch thing is going to last after this episode. Yeah, exactly. Where is that? I, I put it in here somewhere. Where did I even put that? Is it here? You got the touch! Yeah! Mm -hmm. Catherine Gillen, it's me from the UK again. Oh, cool. Um, okay, what? so she's worried that they're going to lock her accounts. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, we'll have to look into that. I don't, mm. I don't quite understand, but thank you. 
Will Smith says the best treatment uh, for monkeypox is about 10 to 12 Benadryl. Stop. <laughs> and that's not true. No. Um, the best uh, treatment is to go to your doctor and try to sort it out. Yeah. Not eat Benadryl. Yeah, be careful. Um, Koala1203. Hey, guys. How is my man John T doing? Great. I <laughs> just here to wish him a great day. Yeah. I'm sure he appreciates that. Yeah. I'm sure he watches every episode. I'm sure he does. Yeah. Bated breath. Mm-hmm. Just waiting for his appearance. Exactly. Waiting to cr- collect royalties. <laughs> One of these days. That'll be <laughs> nice. I'd be happy to pay him some royalties. Unfortunately, it would all be collected through state media because they own his appearances there. Yeah, they do. John T, if you come on the show, we'll absolutely pay you a guest fee. 100%. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Lecker says, "No more. Nobody is more qualified to talk about uh, money, monkeypox than highly regarded Swiss biologist Wilson Edwards. Oh yeah, that yes. was the fake scientist thing. Yeah, China created a fake scientist. It's ridiculous. It. Yeah. Xavier seventy three ninety two says, "What are your insights on China's hypersonic claims? Do you think it's empty bluffing, or do you think they might have the upper hand on the tech? I don't think hypersonic missiles are that important. That's my mm-hmm. opinion." Um, they obviously stole the technology yeah. and they've been trying to, you know, perfect it. But, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. They can't even like control the reentry of their rockets for their like moon missions and stuff. Yeah. So they've got a long way to go. Uh, Jay was says breaking points is a serious news show. They've always been talking about the lab leak theory. They are great. Oh, they are great. Yeah. I, I actually just looked them up before this and they look pretty good. Will oh. Smith smashed the thumbs up just like. Okay. Just like Jaden's friend does to my wife. <laughs> okay. Will yeah. Smith, why would you speak about your wife like that yeah, on exactly. our show? You better get watch some, out. She's going to slap you. Get some dignity. Yeah. Joshua King says, apologies for missing Monday. Oh, no worries. Oh, no worries. You can watch him post. Mm-hmm. Here's my weekly 20. Go hug a foreigner. Oh, mm-hmm. We'll do. I'll hug yep. anyone. Yep. Jennifer, here's some beer money from me. I recommend some Scottish beer like Innes and Gwyn, Fallhaven, or Brewdog. Nice, Jennifer, and thanks for putting the black Swedish flag. Okay. No, I mean, uh, the, <laughs> the sorry, Scottish flag. Scottish flag. Yeah. You know, if you put in a Scottish flag and an emoji, it comes up black. It's like, what's going <laughs> what on? What the hell? But yeah, we appreciate that very much. Thank you. I'm looking Potato. forward to trying some something different. I'll yeah. try a different beer. I don't think I've tried uh, Scottish beer. Yeah. Potato conspiracy. What did the fish say when it swam into a wall? Damn. <laughs> That's bad. Ooh. Anyway. Get a ball sack? Yeah, sure. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Click all night. Hmm, why not bribe scientists? Can't think of anything else Evergrande should be spending money on. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Uh, Wing083 says, uh, Seamilk, what are the most common ways you had your wallet stolen back in China? Pickpocketing. Uh, pickpocketing in the club, on the street, those kind of places. Uh, crowded area, like a shopping area, you get your phone stolen too. I only ever had one thing actually pick it, pickpocketed from me, and it was a, one of those digital dictionaries. You know, like, you know, back in the day before yep. smartphones, yep. and you could like type in English and it would give you Chinese and stuff, and I had some learning things. And I was carrying it, it's my fault. I had a little like shoulder bag, and I, I hadn't zipped it up. It was kind of poking out. So it was a real easy grab. Yeah, that was the only thing. Yeah. Steve Carroll, more clam man. Why do we need, we need less clam? Oh, I don't need more clam. I think we have a perfect amount of clam, man. You think so? You don't want to add more clam. I suppose, yeah. Just curious if China will try to take over companies in Southeast Asia that are benefiting from a shift in outsource manufacturing. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's a lot of effort in China to get involved in the new manufacturing industries that are popping up in Vietnam and those places. 
Right. Uh, Venus Supreme, I think the reason that the CCP is trying to take down your podcast with the war drama clips isn't because they're ashamed, but because they just want to censor the podcast so no one can watch it. Yeah, that's, that's right. Yes, that's, that's correct. That's actually what's happening. Oh, by the way, um, you know, for whatever reason, I messed up the summer. Let me just, let me, um, let's fix this because I want people to see this nonsense. So You got the touch! Yeah! You got the touch. Yeah, which we don't need, by the way. Yeah. So let me Not just... Anymore. Uh, I'm going to change it quickly, if you don't mind. Give me yeah, a sure. second here. CDX Greed 420 says, thanks for keeping it real. Thank you very much. Matt mm -hmm. Peters, just want to say you guys did a great job of making geopolitics interesting. I pay attention to the world. Don't so talk tribe. Watching you. That's okay. awesome. Oh, that's good. By the way, here it is. Don't talk tribe. I love that. Don't talk crepe. Don't talk crepe. <laughs> yeah, like what is a crepe? Uh, you know, is it I mean, like you those, could talk about you know, crepes. like when you're in Japan and they, they make those like those pancake France, things? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, okay, well, I mean, you know, <laughs> yeah. I know they're French, but sure. the crepes, you know, yeah. it's kind of sounds don't like talk crepe. crepe, talk pancake, <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what it is. <laughs> yeah, it's probably what it is. Yeah. Don't talk tribe. Uh, we'll, we're going to show you that whole clip in a minute. Just do it. Can we just do it now? Yeah. Okay, so um, this is one of our favorite um, Chinese movies, okay? It's awful. And, you know, there's a bit of a backstory here. Um, I actually contacted one of the people that was in this show. Yeah. So, movie. yeah, in the movie, one of the foreigners. And at first he didn't know it was me, right. okay? He just thought I was, like, just somebody reaching out. And um, I said, man, I really loved you in that movie or whatever. He was like, <laughs> he, was like he, he replied, he was like, oh, man, yeah, that was a real laugh. And then I'm like, hey, do you ever want to talk about it sometime? And then he, he saw who I was and, and he blocked me and he, oh, like, man. ghosted me. Yeah, because I think he's probably kind of ashamed. Okay. Um, anyway. Well, it's a white monkey job. It is a white monkey job. So we'll set this up for you, okay? It's called um, the Chinese Soldier King, okay? Yes. Chinese Soldier King. And it's about this little this little dumpling-looking dude, okay? Yeah, he's very tiny. He's a spoilt... Very round. Yeah, he's a, he's a spoilt, typical, like, little emperor. emperor yeah. You know, the one-child policy type. Career. Yeah, he loves his grandma. In fact, in the movie, he, <laughs> he tries to quit the army because he misses his grandma and her food. Yes. He's like a real spoiled little dude, right? But he like somehow... He's like a man. He's, he's so strong and so powerful. Yeah. And he so anyway, the, the thing is he, he becomes this hero or whatever. And there's this one... They're doing some operation to take down drug dealers or something. Yeah. And they, they have to assist the U.S. Army. Yeah. And The U.S. Army needs help. In yes. Cambodia, where they yeah. are, wherever they are, a golden triangle. I yeah, think. yeah, to like take down drug dealers. Yes. So they send the crack team of Chinese to go special help. military, including, you know, our our fan, our friend over here, who you can see right over here, the um, Chinese soldier king. So I want to say that the, you know, the people from different countries that you see, there's some guys from like the Caribbean, there's some Americans, there's some Brits. Yeah. They are not speaking their own dialogue. It has been written by a non-English speaking Chinese person. Yes. And then translated and then they're reading it verbatim. Yeah. That's why it's it's gold. Yeah. But the best part is, and just so you guys aren't confused, I'm not gonna give away the joke. If you haven't seen this yet, the the little dumpling man. Yes. He is just this round pudge boy. Yeah. And he couldn't even memorize a couple lines in English because the whole the whole point of this scene yeah. is that he's so smart that he can also speak English. Yes. But the actor couldn't speak English, so they had to dub had it to over dub it. from this like very wise sounding <laughs> Chinese man. Yeah. So just listen to yeah. this. Yeah, so we're gonna Watch. play this out. You gotta see this. It's one of our favorites. Okay, so let's do it. Trust you guys. Huh? 
Can you? You, what's your best skill? Oh, you don't know English, you idiot. <laughs> what did you see? Oh, you understand English, huh? I said, what's your best skill, little man? So, there you compete with me. Whatever! Come on, man. Yeah, fist bump. We could do it. That's what we do. Yeah, in America. Mm -hmm. Fake birds. There are no real birds in China. No, no, of course not. Oh yeah, high five. Good job. Oh yeah. Those guys are so proud. See? Are you convinced? This doesn't count. What do you want? I You're just want to point out that the subtitles the there. No, it said please. what do you want? But he the subtitle says what do you have left? <laughs> right? Yeah. I'm yeah. just I just want to double check that. Okay, so yeah. there we go. What do you want? What do you want? Here are the rules. No vital part, no feet entirely, fist only. So now they're gonna have a fight. By the way, the guy who said no vital part, that's the guy yeah. I contacted. Uh, okay. Just do it in a soldier's way. How about free fighting? <laughs> Serious? Don't talk tribe. <laughs> <laughs> it's not so necessary. Just do it in the soldier's way. Don't talk tribe. <laughs> talk tribe. Stop here. Whistle. Little whistle. I don't know. Don't talk crepes, dude. Yeah. So now you've seen the clip. Uh, hang on, where are we? Here we are. You've seen we, the clip. We never showed the whole thing with the whole, like, do it in the soldier's way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. You know? Just do it. So now you're going to um, have a couple of those sound bites from now on. This it's... is just, and the reason we throw these in there is this is one of those, like, pro xenophobia, like, hate the foreigners type of propaganda pieces you'll see go around. And that's a lot of Chinese cinema. Yeah, you know. Well, I, I mean, in this case, it's just let's make fun of the foreigners, you know. That's what I mean. Like, yeah. That's the whole point of the scene slash even the in the movie in general is yeah. that our weakest soldier is so good that he can just embarrass all these Americans. Yeah, right. That's the idea. Yeah, none of them were American. <laughs> one, of maybe them like one of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> probably Canadian. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so that's it's just a kind of a funny thing. Anyway. I loved. I loved the the how they got the first guy. The Caribbean guy. Yeah. To say the verbatim script, yeah. he says, 
Huh? Just you guys, huh? Just you guys, huh? Kenya. Kenya. What does that even mean? Yeah, this, huh? Kenya. That's his first line. There yes. was nothing prior to that. Yeah. Yeah, it's just Kenya. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Are you convinced? Are you convinced? Yes. Exactly. Sounds so wise. What did you say? Yeah. I love it. What anyway. We'll, yeah, yeah, exactly. What do you want? Anyway. Well, we'll keep that around. Yeah, I think Bing Wong is... It's yeah. called Bing Wong. Yeah, it's called Zhongguo like, Bing, Bing Wong. King of the soldiers. His Chinese soldier king. Chinese soldier king, yeah. Chinese yeah. soldier king, yeah. Yeah. He's, uh, he'll stick around for a while, I think, because he's... I think there's so much context to use it in. Yeah, I can always use it in. Just like, yeah. just, you know... Just do it. Just do it. Yeah, of course. You just do it. Or don't, if if a wolf warrior is talking shit... Yeah, exactly. Don't talk tribe. Absolutely. A lot anyway, of times you can use that. Hope you guys enjoy. Tell us what you think of the new sound bites. Let's uh, let's hit out uh, some more super chats. And I still got that story about a story about the basket of shit paper. Uh, yeah, it's coming. It says Jim Flag. Don't t- forget to tell us the story. Once. Oh, there we go. All right. So it's kind of simple. At this horrendous barbecue. I'm which, worried. No, oh, it's not. It's it's, it, it's typical shit bin story. No, it's kind of bad to, to okay. be fair. So anyway. It's but the, the way it turned out was kind of funny. So there's you go into this barbecue now. This is what me and and you and lots of uh, mm-hmm. like other people used to do is we'd go to those those like just people in China. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, we go to those barbecue <laughs> yes. restaurants and we drink there. Yeah. That's the whole point. We just sit there and you you often see people getting horrendously drunk and they have like yeah. beer crates next to their table yeah. that have been filled up with the empty bottles because those go and get recycled. Yeah. Um. So it was one of those nights. Everyone was drinking a shit ton. It had a really disgusting bathroom. You know, typical of those places oh, yeah. where you walk in, there's a pit toilet. Yeah. Horrible, horrible place. And then there's um, one ship of them, bin. the ship bin. Okay. You know, it's got a plastic bag in there. Yeah. And then. Let me guess, it's full. It's just full of paper. Of so now everyone at the table, I don't know who started this. Somebody started this and they were like, everybody goes in to take a piss. Don't piss in the toilet, piss in the, in the ship bin. So by the end of a couple of hours, it was full of urine and shit paper, like a paper mache bin of absolute disgustingness, okay? <laughs> did you participate? Yeah, I kind of did. Hey, it was one of those nights. You know, you've had those nights. Anyway, the funny part of it is, is the guy who actually initiated this thing in the first place, he was like, this is a great idea. He comes running out and his feet are wet. Because what happened is he was pissing in it again and it just burst. Yeah. And that disgusting mixture of like shit paper mache and urine went all over his feet, soaked his shoes, everything. It was kind of hilarious. So, yeah, kind of worked got, out. Kind of worked out the end. Yeah, yeah. But it was kind of one of the most disgusting sights. You know yeah. what's weird is that that doesn't surprise me at all because I've seen the ship been full of piss many times, many times. I guess like when people are drunk, they'll I think just they're be just like bored. Yeah, no, it's a thing. Like think about it. dudes piss. Like <laughs> yeah. when dudes piss, they piss everywhere. Look, those like, kind of and those kind of bathrooms are kind of you know because you don't make contact with the yeah. seat. Yeah, you know where yeah, you stand. Yeah, no, no, people are not. They're not really no, paying attention to... You're not being careful. No, they don't. Because you don't have to hygiene. do anything in there. It's a gross room. It's a disgusting room. It's horrible. But yeah, I've seen, I've seen shit vents full of piss. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. It's kind of, guys. Yeah, it's kind of gross. Anyway. Yeah. That was very immoral of you to participate in that. What? It's not immoral. What are you talking about? Very immoral. How is it immoral? I'm terrible. Need everyone, I'm needs, everyone needs entertainment. Yeah. 
Uh, a possible person says, my Chinese roommate used to throw her toilet paper in the trash bin. She was floored when we said we flushed it here over yeah. a year living together. Yeah. yeah. It's a great luxury to be able to flush your toilet paper. I know. And it's, uh, it is something that really might turn you off when you get to China. Yes. If you don't realize that's what goes on. But it's yes. not only in China. Taiwan as well, dude. What are you talking about? I came across that in Taiwan too. What? I lived in Taiwan for a Look year it and up. Half. Look it up. Bro, I lived there. Look it I up. I lived in Taiwan I came with a, in a house. I came across it there. I'm sure you've seen it before. Maybe in like like a rural hut. I came across it quite often in Taiwan. Definitely. Just flush your toilet paper. Maybe, yeah. you, were, maybe you were just putting undue no, strain on the system absolutely there. absolutely not. Look, don't forget that the older buildings are built the same as they were in, in mainland China, a lot of those. Yeah, yeah, the old, really old stuff yeah. for sure. Yeah, I was visiting a friend there, and we had like that was a, the deal there. Yeah, it's yeah, true. Yeah, well, your friend lives in a shithole. Probably, yeah, but look <laughs> it up. I'm, I mean, I'm not saying it's everywhere. It's definitely everywhere in mainland China, but I've Dude, seen it in it Taiwan. Is, Taiwan is immaculate in comparison. I, Why I, are you I looking? I lived there. You didn't live there. I lived there. It's yeah. simple. Yeah, I know. I'm just looking it up. Either way, I had a toilet. It wasn't a pit toilet. I know. It's a sitable toilet, and it's clean. Yeah, I know. It's a developed-ass country. I know it is. I know it's... I will say this. I'll confirm with you, though. It is a thing uh, when I went to... When I would go, like, outside the city, if you go to, like, uh, a rural area where there's, like... Let's say there's, like, a fruit shop or something, and you're mm -hmm. like, hey, can I use your bathroom? I have seen it in those places. Absolutely have seen it in those places. Okay. Here. To flush or not to flush. <clears throat> Taiwan's... Change in Taiwan's bathroom etiquette from 2017. Many newcomers to Taiwan are puzzled to find the nation's bathroom stocked with one extra piece of equipment, a small trash bin that can be found next to every toilet throughout the country. Every toilet yeah, throughout the country. It says nearly every. The puzzlement oftentimes turns into shock when these newcomers were told what that trash can is for. They will soon learn, either from their new landlord or a hastily scrawled sign posted on the wall of a public restroom, that they are under no circumstance to dump their toilet paper in the toilet, but are instead to dispose of it in the very, this very trash bin. Theaters, museums, post offices, hotels, police station, courts of law, and other public offices not dropped. Um, that's correct. Yeah. Uh, Il Bio says, here's some money. I'll check the stream tomorrow since it's too late. Oh, now. thank you. Yeah, appreciate it. Uh, Philly is number one coffee snob. I know a lot of people want a second show. Please take care not to get burned out by doing too much. I appreciate that a lot. Jim yeah. Flagg, China will probably use the NSA hack projection as an excuse why their economy is crashing. Yeah. Walter Dedman says, out drinking in New York City when I should be at work. You guys usually get me through the beginning of my part on Friday. Of Friday. I know I usually leave iffy comments, but here's some beer money. Thank Stay you. Stay awesome, and I'll probably be watching when I get home. Thanks very much. That's awesome. Thank you very much. Rick George, Australia is better. Catherine okay. Gillen. Uh, did anyone else watch Monkey Magic as a kid? I love that TV show. I've never heard of that. It rings a bell, but I don't think I watched it. I guess that was elicited by Monkey Pox. Uh, call we had some awful TV shows in South Africa as a kid. Did you? Vili Vali and Pumpkin Patch and freaking Leva Hexi and yeah, Mina me, Muen Ki. You did show me some of those. Oh, terrible. They're terrible. Do you, you know, like if you put a sock on your hand and you like do a puppet show for your kid or something? Yeah. That's pretty much what South African TV was. Yeah. It's from what you showed me. That's what it looks like. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, where are we here? Oh, so it, Koala says, is China dialing back its evasion of Taiwan as a part of response to what's happening in Russia? Definitely part of it, for sure. Yeah. They also um, realize that the rest of the world's not not looking at that favorably. Yeah. Like, stop being such a bully. For sure. Um, the Don says, monkey magic was awesome. I have hmm. no idea what monkey magic is. 
Yeah. Spawn 9201. Here to landing my uh, first big boy job. Congratulations. Oh, good job. Finally being able to contribute after watching for so many years. Stay awesome. Side note, Matt, do you got a slo- slogan? I do not. I don't have eyebrows either. Then you, your slogan is like, hey, loud winners. I don't say that anymore. Oh, you don't say it anymore, right? Uh, mm. I got rid of that. You did? So Why? That's kind of lame. Uh, okay. I don't, I don't want to label my audience as something. It's not, you're just a, you're just a person. You're right, yeah, <laughs> That yeah. watches, happens to watch my channel. I thought uh, it was just a cool. catchy. It was a catchy thing at the time. I think yeah. we've grown out of those types sure. of things. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, I haven't grown out of my stay also. Yeah, but that's not label, is it? No, it's no. something to say to someone, True. right? True. Uh, you wouldn't say, "Hey, Winstonians." No, no, that would be weird, no. right? Um, no, I've got far too much respect for my audience. You know exactly. That's why I phased that out. <laughs> yeah, I, I never had. I never had malicious intent. No, of course not. It was cool. It was catchy. Yeah, it was, I thought it was. It was, it was a good brand. Yeah, good branding. Yeah. I'm surprised you phased it out. It's just kind of like, hey, law winners, welcome. I'm going to talk about Uyghur genocide camps today. <laughs> I, you know what I mean? It's a little bit of a tone is, change. I get it. It's also because the your channel evolved from yes. like kind of being on the street and having fun and stuff. Yeah. And because then when that that makes sense. Yes. Like come along. Still though, I still would have phased it. I think it was a fad at the right, time. Right. Right. Okay. Dalmatian Daisy to avoid rubbish bins of stinky wipes next to the toilets, they should clean with the left hand and with water. Silent Murmur, thank you very much. Wing083, I hate, hate to be that guy, but this podcast needs more of Do You Want Me To Be The Cat? You're the only one that requests. He's the only one. Did I did I get rid of it? No. Would you like uh, me to be the cat? We actually have to bring back that segment because, we, like we said, there have been more people on his show. Yes. There have. Yes. We should have just one like marathon of the cat stuff at some point. Oh, yeah, because there's a bunch more. Yeah. Yeah. That's a weird. There's a weird connection to make through that, by the way. Yeah, very, very weird. weird one. Oh yeah. Uh, Sci-fi Wasabi says, Winston, can you say, please say, I need my knees in the breeze in that biker. Oh yeah. <laughs> I need my knees in the breeze. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get my knees in the breeze. Gotta hit the road. I love that. Story. Yeah, it's like, oh man. I actually really love. Right that. on, brother. You know, like I would expect a Harley guy or something with sleeve tattoos to say something like that, not like a. Yeah. Not that guy. Not that guy. Yeah. Was he talking crepe or? <laughs> yeah. Don't talk crepe. <laughs> he was. Dude, you know how we ride motorcycles, right? Yeah. What is wrong with Harley riders? Because, <laughs> like. That's no, not ostracized, though. No, I'm just saying, like, the majority of Harley riders refuse they to do won't the wave. wave at us. Like, the other day, wave. we went for a ride yes. and we were just like, you know, you give the wave and the majority of people, they wave back or yeah. they give a nod or something. Harley yeah. riders are like, psh. You know, just like, wave back. We always wave to them. Maybe it's because it's too difficult to like control that ape hanger bar that they can't <laughs> like. Ape hangers, like though. if they take their hand off to wave, they'll just crash. Yes. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I I like Harley guys. It's just like why they got to be so pretentious. Yeah, They're a like lot of hipsters. them. Yeah. I, like, when I get a Harley wave, it feels good. But the vast majority of Harley riders do not wave back. The only me. wave you get are from Sportster riders. Yeah. Because they yes. yes, the yes. Sportsters aren't really like a real Harley like tough yeah. man bike. Yeah, because it's not big enough for it. Yeah, it's yeah. it's, it's full, yeah yeah. They're too elitist and hipster. Yeah, it's kind of sad. Riders, yeah. Uh, my Chabador shirts came wearing them oh. around Singapore is quite fun. That's nice. awesome. Sure. Yeah. Indefatigable. 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 Indefatigability. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it is. Uh, London Water. Good morning, Julia. <laughs> I built all of this. Okay. Full throttle fans, holes in fences, IEI projection. What? 
Wow. What did you say? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What is it? Why don't I have that in here? Did I not put that in there? See? Oh, Are, you got, convinced? Are you convinced? You don't talk crave. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I have the what did you say? I'm, I did put it somewhere. I had to find it. Uh, this stupid board. I'll figure it out. Um, yeah, why didn't I put Never it in? Mind. Anyway, yeah. Sorry. I mean, well, don't talk tribe. Good morning from Japan. Oh. Do you yeah. think if she is, is arrested, will we get a session? That would be great and nice. We got a session. Oh, we don't have got a sessions anymore. I'm sorry. Yeah. You can have a great and nice though. Yeah, you can definitely have a great. Great. And then nice. You guys have a great weekend. You too. Yeah. Just wanna... It's Friday. Yeah. That means you got to cheer up. The doldrums of the week are almost over. If you add another episode per week, I'll take she out with my bare hands. By the way, there's a poll in the chat. It's about half now. Uh, to add another episode, I'm just testing the waters here. To add another episode or not to add another episode, let me know. Uh, Doc Slothing did an old doc back again to let everyone know that my best skill is keeping it cool. That's oh, his best yes. skill. What's your best skill, yeah. little man? Yeah. Uh, Gunfox61, my brain hurts from that scene. Almost as bad as Live in the Fear. Yeah, it is. And that's why we love Live in the Fear, because it reminded us of this. Yes. Um, uh, Darren D says... If one more show start at different times, wink. Foreign influence. I don't know that. that uh, oh, I know that YouTuber. I know him very well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. He talked about his role in the movie. Yeah, in, in the Wolf Warrior movie. Uh, in China, it was really funny. Yeah, that's absolutely. We'd love to have some Taiwanese guests on. Yeah. Techie Leventi, I love my crepes, but don't talk too much crepe. Yes. Don't talk tribe. Yeah, if you talk too much crepe, I mean, he's, he's kind of getting diabetes probably. <laughs> yeah, right? exactly. Your cravings. Mm-hmm. Nathan eighty seven resolving his skepticism about wallets in South Africa. That's mm. <laughs> it to you. Yeah. Uh, uh, London Water says, "I want to visit South Africa. Don't spoil the toilet adventure." <laughs> toilets are this fine in South Africa. Well, right? they, there's a big issue with toilets in the rural areas. In the rural areas, okay. Uh, yeah. Master Malrubius says, "Mexico is the same. We have to put our toilet paper uh, in unless you're in a resort." And I think. Uh, that guy might be saying, don't talk tripe. Now, look at the subtitle. Yeah, look at the subtitle. Don't talk tripe. <laughs> it's right there. Yes. Don't talk tripe. Uh, Cesario JPN says, I'm surprised Mr. Regular and Mr. Car Reviews bought a Redneck Viper for a giveaway instead of asking you two to review your Red Ride. He actually ran even far away. Yeah, that's interesting. I saw, yeah, I saw mm -hmm. he posted that video. Oh, I didn't see it. Wing Zero, Wing Zero 83 says the whole knees in the breeze bit needs to be a sound bite, along with Winston saying, right on, brother. Sounds like Hulk. We made a pact. We do not do sound bites of our of It's a too That's weird. Like pretty it's weird. too weird. Yeah. It's like, yeah. It's, it's just it doesn't I still, I, I'll never forget that, that conversation with that guy. It was so hilarious. That, Jeez. you painted a great picture of that, and I can still think about what he looked like. Yeah. Yeah. Real just tweaker, him dude. like, the, the like manufactured outrage when he had to walk out. He's like, <laughs> I can't even deal with this. I feel you, like he, you, I gotta go. I gotta get get some air. You know. I feel like he watches watch those pawn shop shows. You know how they're always yeah. like in a huff and throwing chairs at each other. And the shit? guy was short as well. You know. Yeah. Oh, he was short. Yeah, well, he was short like about this. Oh, okay. Like up to about my nose. Yeah. I'm not tall. I'm like five sure. nine or something. Sure. He got up to my nose and he's like, uh, you know, baseball cap backwards beard. You painted a great picture. Yeah. Yeah. Really I think about it often. <laughs> really, Catherine yeah, Gillian says, uh, "Catman is George Galloway." Sadly, my ex-member of Parliament. Oh yeah, don't worry, we know all about him. Very minor member. If, if you take a look at some of our older videos here, you'll see we featured him a lot. Oh yeah, we yeah. he kind of fell out of favor. We kind of got too sick when we saw him. Yeah, um, the, the milk thing. Uh, it's just yeah. Anyway, 
Yeah, cream on your whiskers. Yeah, yeah. Doc Southington, hey, Law Winners. Today we're going to teach you about the pineapple inversion. Chinese ox with our special guest, Winston, who we're going to be the cat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yes. we've already done the cat. Do we have to do it again? I guess. Uh, yeah. Now, would you like me to be the cat? I do teach people about pineapple inversion. Yes, you do. David LaBan says, have guest interviews on Wednesday episodes. That's not a bad idea. Paul Sinkins, thank you very much. Yuri says, Red Letter Media have a gold mine in crappy Chinese movies from the best of the worst. I love that channel. It's a great channel. Shout out to them. Uh, cool. Thanks, guys. And we'll see you on Monday. Excellent. Well, thank you very much, everybody, for joining us for this very important um, you know, discussion that we have every week. Hopefully you learned something. Hopefully we could uh, explain something to you. And um, yeah, just keep on having a good time. Fight the good fight. Whatever you're doing, be awesome. Have a wonderful weekend. We cannot wait to see you. Monday, you will see us if you're part of the Shaban Ho tier. And you can go too. Oh, yeah. If you go here, you can go and join our Shaban Ho tier if you want to be part of that VIP club. If not, don't worry. We'll see you during the week. We each have our own videos that we release. And we, of course, will see you on Friday. And we have an ADV China next week. Shout out to Ground News. Uh, yes. Don't forget to click the link below. It's free. Yeah. Thank uh, you so much. Check it out. And it's a great way to read unbiased news. Good yeah. stuff. Yeah. Have a good one, guys. I'm not going to cut myself off. Let's do it. Countdown from five, four, three, two. Don't talk twice.